All right, hello. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing One Ring 2nd Edition tonight. Uh, we are continuing through our Waking of Angmar campaign. Uh, it's nice to see some new faces in the chat, new, or new names, I should say, in the chat. Thank you for the subs that we're getting as well. Appreciate that. Um, we uh, we ended on a little bit of a cliffhanger uh, as uh, as Ashley's character was in the process of dying. Uh, so uh, we'll complete that process right off the bat, uh, as always. And then uh, we'll, we'll, we'll introduce Ashley's new one. Uh, so that's, that'll, that'll be how it works. Oh, no. Uh, but no, no, no. No, no, no. That's, that's, that's what you don't want Ashley to have a new character. You just want her to sit here all by herself, <laughs> Melissa, and not do anything for two hours. That seems very cool. That seems wrong. I think I'm gonna we're going to have to a create a character over the next few hours. You didn't do your homework? You didn't do your homework? Make no. a backup? I did that's my traveler cheap. homework. Yeah, yeah, we did just play Traveler last night. That was fun, character creation. So we created characters last night in Traveler, and today I get to kill Ashley's character. It's a wonderful, like, start, and no. We'll see. You're not, you know, you've got some tricks up your sleeve, you little sneaky hobbitsies, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. You, as I think it was, I think it was Steve who said this, like, you have the very uh, mentally stable Marimben there to help you, so I'm sure everything will go fine. I'm sure everything will go just just fine uh not a tpk well yeah it could be a tpk there's there's definitely there's always there's always the potential i never want a tpk in one ring well no that's that's probably an inaccurate statement uh you always want one survivor yeah yeah just to, to continue the, the fellowship yeah preferably one of the npcs because i like them better than the fellowship so. <laughs> <laughs> someone wow. to tell the story I'm just, I'm just playing i'm just playing Oh, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, all right. Why don't we why don't we introduce the PCs so everyone can say goodbye to them? Uh no, I'm just teasing. Uh but we'll start with Floyd. So long tell us about Floyd. Yeah, I'm playing Floyd as a young dwarf adventurer. His calling is a treasure hunter, so he's always looting for the gold, those relic pieces. And Shadow Path is the dragon sickness, but we haven't really gotten into too deep in the Shadow Path. Not yet. But no one's had a, a bout of madness yet. Yeah. That's the other thing. Uh, like when you get you know too high, you could potentially pop a bout of madness. I think a couple people took shadow scars, though, uh, to help uh, to help some of the shadow accumulation. Have you taken any, Floy? Have you taken any yeah, shadow scars? Yeah, I took scar? one shadow scar and maybe one okay. more soon if I get any more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right on. Uh, do you remember what Floy was doing when last we, uh, we played? Yeah, he was looking for escape pass or that the orcs could go through when he was sabotaging those to delay their travel. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Uh, Farco Dev, thank you so much. Really, really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, so you and Thorvim and Phoebe, all the doors kind of, I think all the doors went up there and you were sabotaging some some escape routes because the, the idea is that the war band's looking, through, looking for a good pass through to Mount Gundabad and... Uh, through some before before you all got here, Thorvim and PB were doing this by themselves, but you're here and you're helping uh, even more. So it's just sort of slowing them down, and it's caused the war band to sort of remain stagnant here as they're trying to push through to get to Gundabad. So it's giving you all time to cut the head off the snake, as I think is sort of the plan. Uh, so yeah, okay. Uh, moving over, we'll talk to uh, Ashley uh, about Gilly. Uh, if there's anything particular about Gilly, we should know. Now's the time to tell us. Um, Gilly Cattlegrass, she's a Bree Hobbit. Um, she, her calling is she's a scholar. 
And she has this like journal where she just keeps track of like all of our adventures and her notes and such things. Um, I also decided that her little lantern that she always has is like acorn shaped. And what else? Yeah, she currently um, went with Marimbem to like go and check out like where the trolls and stuff are being kept in this cave. And I, I rolled an eye of Sauron and she fell into the cave. So that's where Gilly's currently at. Yeah. It was tricky. You know, it was one of those tricky things. Oh, look at look at Steven trying to bribe the lore master with the world. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, well, this was pay to win. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were doing a little skill endeavor as y'all were, were doing some mm-hmm. some investigation, trying to figure some things out, trying to figure out the best time to maybe isolate uh, the Warband's leader, Rotag, who you presume is an Olak High. And yeah, just just, uh, just roll the Naya Sauron at just the, the, the wrong time and things, uh, things are going to go bad. We'll see. We'll see. Again, we'll you're a see. hobbit. If I'm this was anybody else, they're totally screwed. But but as a hobbit, you do have a couple tricks up your sleeves. We'll talk about that in a moment. You and I were yeah. chatting about it earlier today. Yeah. There's yeah. a possibility for you to be okay here. Maybe. Even without anything crazy. We'll see. We'll see. You got a lot of conditions, I think, right now. I saw. I was looking at your token. You had like, there's like five yeah. different little icons yeah. on it. <laughs> so, yeah. I've had uh, a rough go. Yeah. It's better off. Well, this you guys are in Angmar. I mean, it's the mm-hmm. outskirts of Angmar, but you're like, you know, you're on the far southeast corner of Angmar. You're you're right next to Mount Gundabad. You are in some deep dark territory right here. So this is yeah. This is this is a tall task for you all. Cause because you you guys aren't Aragorn and Legolas and th- that yet. Maybe one day you'll we'll get there. But I mean if we live. You, you guys are just normal, you know, young well, heroes. We're Aragorn young. exceptions, That's the thing. not young. Yeah. Yeah. So We'll see. Okay. Uh, so speaking of uh, of rangers, let's go down to Arineal. Melissa, tell us about Arineal. Sorry, I'm laughing at the uh, Johnny Cash <laughs> lyrics yes. in chat. The Ring of Sauron. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Arineal is our uh, ranger champion. Um, she actually shares a shadow path with uh, Marimbem. Uh, so they both have Curse of Vengeance, um, but Arineal is nowhere near as far along that uh, shadow path as uh, Marimbem is. Um, but I am going to be swapping out my shadow points for another shadow scar because I am very, very, very low on hope. Um, and we saw what the whole miserable thing did to uh, Gilly last time. So... I'll yeah, get one use of hope before I go miserable again. Yeah, had Ashley, it's not pay to win. Stephen, no, was <laughs> I'm here for the boost train. Jeff. Okay, okay, I'm just saying it's not pay to win. I pretty, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh boy, is that a DM Chuck? Do I see a DM Chuck? Yeah, somebody that is a Chuck. Got... Well, look at that. Yeah, okay, okay. Oh, yes. I see a protista. I see a Dan, a Dan's here mm-hmm. too. Oh, gift and gift and Okay. Because right yes, had Gilly done that last time, that role wouldn't have been an automatic fail. Yeah. With the miserable yep. swapping out for a shadow scar. But it's yeah. our first time playing, so we're not 
used to all the ins and outs. This is actually episode 14, so we've been playing <laughs> since <laughs> December. Uh, it is uh, almost April, so this is not our first time playing. You know, I mean, Steven, you know, Steven has that excuse. The, whole the rest of us don't. Progress of shadow points and scars and okay. all that okay. kind of stuff. Fine. I'm surprised I'm not dead yet. Uh, I am too. I feel like I you're trying too. to die. <laughs> He just you just hoard all the hope. That's what isn't that what it is? Floyd just hoards all the hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hope and the hope treasure and, and and yeah. all all the stuff. All right, let's go to our our newest uh, our newest acquisition, but also our oldest member. Uh, we got Arabon. Stephen, tell us about Arabon. Arabon is a uh, elf of Linden, uh, and he's been hanging out in Angmar for some unknown reason. Uh, talking about shadow paths, you know, you might have figured out he is on the path of despair. Uh, he despairs quite easily, uh, slightly cowardly, but he, so far he's been there for every fight. You know, he's not going to leave you alone or anything. I just would prefer that we kind of, you know, we're on the outskirts of Angmar. Maybe we should be on the outskirts of all the fighting, too. Yes. Uh, the outskirts couple... of the outskirts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we can pick our path carefully, right? I really liked on Twitter when you dropped that. I think it was Twitter. You dro- or No, was it was it Discord? You dropped that gif of like, this is what's happening today. And it was like this aggressive stabbing of his spirit. I'm like, what are you talking about? Erebon is going to run away. <laughs> <laughs> so Erebon has a great spirit like the famed Gilgalad. So I dropped a, a gif of Gilgalad being badass. And mm-hmm. yeah, like. Erebon's not necessarily as adept with a spear, but, you know, it's like correlation, you know? The body is dropped in front of him. He'll go through the effort <laughs> to pick up the spear and stab at it. I got a kill. Yeah. I got a kill. You that- did. <laughs> it and was I, literally I, thrown I in front of him. I replied with a gift of Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone screaming and running away, which is more, <laughs> I think, more akin to what's happening. So, we'll well, Little column A, little column B. A little bit, a little bit. Uh... Well, all right, then. I think we can get started. Uh, thank you for everyone who's throwing out subs and stuff. It's very nice of you. Um, okay, so summary. We are, as, as I've already mentioned, we are kind of in southeastern edges of Angmar. We are in the shadows of the Misty Mountains, which are off to the east. Mount Gundabad is where we presume the, the, the orcs are headed. This this war band that you've been tracking for quite some time, led by what we now know as an Olag High, a special kind of troll, new breed of troll, uh, that is like kind of at the forefront of this war band. And... Um, your dwarven friends who you just recently rescued uh, from being overrun by some orcs, they've been sabotaged. They've been following and sabotaging some of the efforts of this warband trying to move through the mountains, whether it's through caves or over top to try to get over to Gundabad. So they've been like collapsing caves, causing rock slides, et cetera, et cetera. And that's allowed the warband to stall out a bit on the ruins of some kind of old settlement or such in the southeast bits of Angmar, right? So it's here. There's like shrines and tombs. And from what Erebon was able to deduce, probably likely some underground passageways or or things like that that might be uh, around. Uh, Rotag, you've learned, it, it basically camps out atop of one of these shrines, essentially by himself, though he does have this kind of scrawny, strange looking figure, like a, some kind of weird little uh, goblin carrying a, like a, a flag or a herald that follows around him, that follows him around like on a leash, it seems like. And he's also got his own personal attendants. And then his lieutenants, which you've learned, there's kind of three um, 
particularly uh, powerful lieutenants within the war band. There's this warg keeper who who tends to all the, the wargs uh, that are within the group who are also trying to uh, they're trying to like hunt down this uh, these like white uh, furred uh, hard to acquire uh, wargs that are somewhere around the area. Uh, there's a troll driver uh, that you know has like this big old whip and is kind of keeping the the feral cave trolls at bay. Um, and there is this this orcish shield bearer who kind of wanders around the the foot soldier camps with this big old shield. And they tend to be like the three most noteworthy like lieutenants of of, of Rotag within this war band structure. Um, you know whereabouts all of them are as well. You know that the warkeeper makes a camp near this copse of trees that's to the southwest of like the larger warband camp. You know that the shield bearer tends to shift between a couple of these different fires around the main foot soldier area. Uh, that's kind of at the center. You know that the troll drivers to the like the east northeast, kind of in the at the base of the mountains, and and like where they're keeping some of those feral trolls inside of a cave. Uh, and you know that Rotex Shrine is kind of to the northwest of the camp that's near where the gap that they were going to take to reach Gundabad is. Uh, so you kind of have a general idea of the layout of the camp and where everybody is. Um, you have three NPCs with you who have been aiding you. Marimben, the uh, the human ranger, uh, who has moved her own, her, you know, herself kind of down her own curse of vengeance as she's uh, hates trolls. Uh, her daughter was killed by trolls. You've got Thorvum and Phoebe who have been tracking Rotag since he did uh, since his warband did horrible things to dwarves down in south uh, around a colony in, in the Duneland where the, the, these dwarves are from. Um, but yeah, you guys decided you were going to do some scouting. Um, Erebon and Arineal were trying to get a better feel for Rotag specifically. So you kind of peek, you know, kind of took a peek at his shrine. Erebon, you think you you think that there are passageways that you might be able to come up under and maybe potentially bypass some of the defenses and get on Rotag before some of his attendants can can fall fall on him uh, for help. Uh, Floyd went up into the mountains to sort of continue the sabotage efforts to to prevent the warband from moving off. And Gilly and Marimben were peeking at the trolls. Um, unfortunately, uh, as 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 Ashley mentioned, Gilly had a had a bad roll, and she has fallen down a ridge, and she has landed smack dab in the middle of this uh, this camp with what looks like two different orcs, uh, the troll driver that's got that big old whip, and what seems like a stone troll. So we're going to pick up there. You ready for this, Ashley? No. Are you, are you ready? I'll, I'll let not. you see what it looks like. This doesn't mean anything's going to happen yet, but I'll let you see what this looks like. How about that? Okay. All right. So you have fallen down, and you can see that right to the north of you, there's this cave entrance, and you are on top of this ridge, and you can even see if you look closely, like Marimbem's still up on the ridge, and she's like watching in horror as you just fall down. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a campfire in the middle here. This is Stone Troll off to the side. You can see the troll drivers on the other side of the fire from you. And these two just generic orc soldiers, things that you've seen before. And then there's that big old cave entrance right behind you. Uh, so this is what you're faced with as you fall down. And you can see that the, the rest of them are kind of, they're like eating. They're like, and they look up as a chunk of snow and rock. And then this hobbit falls to the ground. So yeah. do you have a plan? I'm going to give you, you have an option to do something. Like you're gonna get an action here, and then if if whatever you try to do fails, 
we'll go into some kind of initiative and we'll figure out what happens. Um, Gilly's plan is to try and do her Hobbit thing, her virtue, her art of disappearing. Um, okay. So that's if I get an extra uh, six in a stealth roll, I can immediately disappear. Okay, now walk us through the conditions that you're facing. That you're at, like, what do you what do you have on you? Like, there's a like miserable, so weary, etc. We were kind of discussing beforehand, and I was miserable. Yeah. Um. So Gilly took a shadow scar during her fall, just like the absolute panic of of this happening as she's trying to like grab onto the rocks and ripping her nails as she's falling down. Yeah. Um, so I'm no longer miserable, but I am wounded. Mm-hmm. We have, um, see, we, well, we're not technically in combat. So this is, this mm-hmm. is a pre-combat attempt for you to do something. So the fellowship points don't necessarily apply. Uh, Melissa, nope. do we have audience points left over from last week? We have nothing. No, we nothing. do not. Mm-hmm. No. You're all on your own, Gilly. No bits. Uh, what's... So what's the plan here? You get up, you're dusting yourself off. You see this like stone, this, this stone troll kind of looks over to you. It's got, looks like, uh, I don't know, some kind of piece of meat of some creature like hanging from its mouth, kind of blood splashing around it. You can see the orcs are sort of the same. Both of the ones to the south, like the normal looking, just regular generic run of the mill, uh, run of the mill orcs are kind of grabbing these cleavers that they have like stabbed into the ground. They're pickling them up. And then the troll driver, like the larger, again, this is just an orc, but a kind of tall, lithe-looking orc, looks a little different, stands out, begins to unfurl the whip as they're staring down, trying to make sense of exactly what mm-hmm. you are. As you're very, it's kind of confusing to see this. So what do you do? So the plan is, is to kind of like faint, like I'm running into the cave. Um, and then kind of in the darkness of it, that's when she, like of the mouth of the cave, that's when she's going to try and disappear and then kind of like head off towards this way. Okay. So before you do the roll, so your, your special like disappearance thing only uh-huh. happens when you get a bonus six, right? A bonus six. Yeah. So if you get that bonus six on your roll and you pass, that means you're going to, you're going to do that. But what mm-hmm. if you don't get the bonus six? What do you do then? It sort of sets some stakes. If I fail before this. Yeah. Not so much if you fail. Like again, just succeeding on the roll doesn't give you your disappearance. You have to get a bonus. A bonus. Uh, yeah, bonus. yeah, yeah. You uh, can still pass a roll and not get that, and it just means I would I would get an awareness test to see if they they notice. She's gonna run. Which way? Like try to get out of the camp or try to go into the cave? Uh, out of the camp. Like she's gonna try and run along this side away from Maribem. Okay. All right. Uh, we did just get uh, a one audience bit from uh, from Crippler there, so you do have you can you can burn that if you like for an extra bonus die. I might need to. Um, so my plan is so I'm gonna roll stealth. Um, I'm no longer miserable, so I'm gonna burn a hope and use okay. keen eyed to help me get two dice to ha- and how. How is keen eyed? F- yeah, how's I'm looking here? for cover. Um, okay stuff like that okay so bump that down to five fair enough so you're just looking for like the the, the quickest and smartest way path out of here yeah yeah okay all right um 
And I will burn, I will burn that. And we are back up to six fellowship points. I can't use that, it's not combat. On this roll, when we get into combat, it will. That's true. This is, this is, this is, she's rolling this to try to avoid going into combat. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, yeah. And I don't have support of a companion. Okay, so I have three bonus dice. Okay. And we're ripping it. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Since you had three bonus dice, it's rolling five. Did it? Oh, it did. I just put the three on the side. What uh, uh well, did you have two base stealth, dice? No. Your stealth, yeah. What's your stealth yeah. uh, what's your stealth score? Oh, I have two. two. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's that's okay. where it came from. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So describe how this looks because it does like you're you're like because we, we, we looked at it very carefully that your your specific hobbit cultural uh you know virtue that you have. Mm-hmm. Effectively it says like to people who are looking in your direction, they think you essentially just vanish. Right. Yeah. So, so describe what this looks like. As you... So from like the point of view of like the troll driver, because he's looking at me from like over the fire. So he sees me start running towards the cave and like through like the weird, like mirage of like the heat, he sees me enter the shadows and like normally he can see the shapes like in the cave, but yeah. suddenly I'm not there anymore. Okay. So you you slink into the shadows you you slip off you use like the kind of the 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 shadows that are kind of casting down it's it's mm-hmm. i think we said it's dusk so yeah uh, it's like towards the end of the day so like there's some strange shadows that are being cast there's not a whole lot of light to begin with here in angmar yeah. like there's a constant sense of like overcast skies right so the light that's coming from that flickering fire where they were cooking some things seems to be throwing and kind of casting these strange little shadows and you're able to use that as you sneak mm-hmm. and kind of shimmy along the sides of the caves the the whole party gets up at this point and you 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 hear a thunk and you look back to exactly where you were standing and one of those cleavers that the orcs were that were sitting off to the eastern side of that that uh that fire threw it right where you were meaning like had you not moved that cleaver could have just like splint you know split you in two and like they're kind of looking looking and then you see if like he kind of runs up looks around on the ground he's looking for footprints you can tell like it's just they're not even really talking just just sniffing it seems too, trying to get a sense of wherever you might be and you can hear them you can hear from the other side of the fire that was that. Where did it go? You stupid snuffer. Find it. Find it fast. And that's the troll driver who, like, brings the whip out. You just hear it kind of crack a bit. And then the two other, like, these regular orcs kind of, like, wither at that and get very nervous. And they start spreading out and looking around. Meanwhile, the stone troll kind of, eh, guy, eh, where did it go? That was small dwarf. Must find small dwarf. And you see the stone troll starts going into the cave at this point. Whereas the troll, like the like the the one with the whip, is just sort of sort of staying there, very smooth, like right around the fire, kind of just peering around as the two orcs are are sniffing and and looking at the snow and the rock and trying to find any sense of any signs of your footsteps. The stone troll is kind of left, but you're able to very very carefully with your effectiveness you're able to like hide out they split up for a moment and with your extraordinary success you did so well in the role i'm not gonna 
require anything else. You manage to sneak back up the ridge, and you're like looking around for Marimben. Then all of a sudden, you you feel something like a hand on your shoulder, like a little start, like maybe the orcs have found you. But you look back, and you can see like Marimben's right there, and her other hand right over your mouth at that point, and she's just mm-hmm. doing one of those things and trying to lead you like further up the mountain and trying yeah. to use that like this long circuitous route up and around the mountain. Yeah, Gilly's heart is just in her throat like the entire time. Like mm-hmm. I picture at one point one of them gets kind of close to her, she's like huddled up against like the rock wall and she's just holding her breath as it's like sniffing at her. <laughs> I smell not dwarf something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, you do, in fact, get away with your extraordinary success. I did get some of your hope, and I did get a shadow scar. So I feel you did. like I got paid for that. So <laughs> as long as I get paid for it, that's fine. Okay. Uh, Ashley, so we'll you get to save that blank character sheet for another day. Yes. I, I know. I started working on it, and I'm like, fuck. Good. <laughs> That's the opposite roles. The, like, critical failure on the last one, and the yeah. extraordinary success on this it's one. A great role. Exactly. It's a great role. It's very the crippler saved my life. Got you another. Yep. You got a lot of die on that one. Okay. So we left off, actually, in the middle of this scouting skill endeavor. You had reduced the resistance of the endeavor down to one, and you still have five attempts left. So we'll assume that Gilly is out of it for right now. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you and Marinbem are sneaking off. Uh, Arineal and Erebon, you've, you're still, like, the last we saw you, you were at Rotex Shrine. You can move and go elsewhere. That's fine. And then, Floyd, you were uh, you were with the dwarves kind of trying to sabotage their, their exit routes. Um who has an idea for how to sort of like finish off this this skill endeavor for scouting? You, what kind of more information maybe that you do you want to learn to help kind of make your attempts to to cut off Rotag even more successful? Who has an idea? I've been so engrossed in everything that was happening with Gilly. I wasn't thinking about what I was going to do next. I was hoping she was going to live. Well, uh, because because of your hesitation, Rotag comes down from the shrine. <laughs> Now one v two, you tiered it. Uh, go ahead, Stephen. You got some. I uh, I'm not sure, Arenial. You and I are kind of together right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We've scouted out a way to sneak up on Rotag, but we haven't really scouted out the path that he would take to get to the shrine or retreat from. That might be worth checking out. To see if there's a way to like cut him off in case he does get away or something like that. I like it. I like it. Or because like his he has a lieutenant who comes up and checks like takes him there at right, the, right. at night and visits him there in the morning. So do they yeah, take you, the same you, path? Or? You get the sense that like the the different like it's almost like a reporting thing. Like there's been a lot of talk about how like the band has a strange level of like organization to it more than you would expect, and how like they're almost mimicking like the way that like humans of like Rohan or Gondor or something like that try to have this like structure to their to their army and like you've seen elements of it like you've seen the heraldry and you've seen some semblance of structure like for orcs it's organized but like for you know if this was compared to like the riders of Rohan or something, it, it wouldn't be that organized but you can see semblances uh, of it I'm an elf of London the riders of Rohan are not organized whatsoever oh fair well point. Mr. Well, Hoity Toity over here. So what are we thinking? Um, do you have a good skill for assessing that path? I have hunting, uh, which could 
I am a stealthy boy, so I will stealth all day long if I can. I've got uh, favored and two in hunting. Uh, do you want to lend a uh, hope point to assist his stealth to try to get it? To try to as he tries to as Ara, as Arabon's going to try to stealth out and kind of track the path away from the shrine towards the rest of the camp. Do you want to do you want to help him with that? You want to lend some hope over here? I try to say yes, but I basically only have one hope to spend before I get. I so I might say that we from Farkodev have another d6. So okay. Now Maybe you, you still have five attempts it. left. You still have five. Exactly. Left. That's why I wasn't necessarily going to use the hope here. The only thing is, is though, like I'm playing it that eyes eyes of Sauron, like an auto fails could result in some bad stuff, which is what happened with Gilly. That's the only that's the only real danger. Yeah, you have. Yeah. It's a very dangerous thing you guys are doing here. Uh, well, then I'll kind of start stealthing forward to try and check out the path that they would take, like the path I would assume they would take from their camp to the shrine and okay. back. See if there's anything available. Arenial, if you just kind of hold back like towards the shrine. So like, you know, you're still within sight, but not necessarily in the thick of it. Moving uh, and making noise. Yeah, no offense. None of that. Uh, and Jeff, would you say that my uh, nice elven cloak would apply here? Of course, yeah, this makes perfect sense. Cool. Are you going to take the D6? I will wait on that okay. D6 because we might need it for something else. Wow. Starting off strong. Okay. Yes, definitely get these rolls out of the way now before we get into combat. Okay. That's why we're saving the D6 for when the bad rolls come. So... Erebon, um, you notice a few things. Uh, as I mentioned before, like he seems to be on top of this ruined multi-tiered shrine. And and you've noticed that there appears to be some kind of opening at the base on like one side of it that you might there, th that might go down into the, these these passageways that you think might be under the architecture of this this whatever this was, some kind of settlement, right? You do know that there are like two attendants that are almost regularly nearby, like these two fairly big brawny orcs themselves. They look, they don't look like slouches. They certainly look more capable than those that you were, you know, you were fighting along the ridge to save Thorfinn and Thievi. They don't look, they don't have that kind of scrawny look to them. Um, but they do kind of keep their distance, and you can notice now as 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 like the as night is falling that they they do seem to create this like this kind of patrol in an area, but they're, they don't like to get too close. It seems to, to where Rotag is, is specifically staying. You notice that there is a, a path that kind of leads in this circuitous fashion, sort of first westward and then kind of curves back down southward down, uh, like a ridge. And then you can see that's where those big old camps of foot soldiers begin. If you were to time it out, you would probably guess that like at a full, full speed, someone could probably run there between the two, between those camps and between where that, that shrine of Rotak is maybe five minutes. So like, there's a little bit of time you have, like if you're quick that you could We'd potentially. Have to be fast, though. Yeah. So yeah. So like it, it's, it's not so close that they're going to be on you right away, but it's, you have a little bit of time. Uh, that ridge you said the camps are at the bottom of it and the shrine is towards the top. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, then I'll start uh, making my way back to Arenial and share with her what we know. 
basically we have to we have a way that we can get there fairly stealthily without being observed uh we won't have too much time but we do have a bit of a window uh, if we're quiet we'll be fine if it's noisy that won't be good at all maybe there's a way to block the ridge somehow because they're going up that's something to discuss when we get back to camp yeah a few minutes is better than no minutes and i think a renewal while erebon was gone mm. is um kind of going to be thinking about kind of all the things that erebon has been saying about like how he's like kind of lived so much longer than us and just sort of this endless loop of like battles and fighting and battles and fighting and um you know, kind of the toll that it takes on um, Marimbem with kind of all of the, the fighting and killing that she's doing. And so when you come back, you kind of see her running, it just seems to be sort of thinking about all of those things. And she's kind of very kind of distressed look on her face. Um, I'm also choosing to take a shadow scar. So that was sort of my contemplation on how that happened. Perfect. Okay. So we'll say that as, as, Nightfall comes. It's at this point, probably everyone who was off on their various, you know, objectives starts to peel peel backwards as safely as possible back towards that cave where Thorvum and Thievi had set up camp. Uh, and you were able to kind of move that large rock in the way to sort of break any sight of it. And one by one, each group, each of the three groups uh, makes, its, makes its way back. And so midway through the night, everyone's returned. Um, and so, yeah. Everyone's there. Marimbem, like, is there with Gilly, who looks pale as can be. <laughs> from yeah. Experiences. Um, uh, and then Thorvum and Thebe and and, and Floyer are, are, you know, kind of they're probably the last ones there as they probably traveled the furthest away, uh, but they make it there last. And so everyone arrives, uh, and you have the night to strategize, and then you can also take a long rest potentially as well. Uh, if it's, so, it's, it's up to you guys. It's up to you all to figure out like when do you want to do stuff and. That's for you all. You can talk it out in character as well and sort of figure out a plan. Uh, One more question real quick. Uh, We know that he goes to the shrine. Can you remind me what time he normally goes to the shrine? Yeah, he usually gets there like late afternoon, just before dusk. So he's kind of there. And then he'll walk the grounds for a bit uh, during the day. And you can see there's... Like you didn't, you didn't necessarily have the time to follow him around to see what he does, but you know, you do know from speaking with Thorvum and Thebe that he does kind of walk the grounds and, and deals with certain groups here and there. So, but but usually just before you know before dusk, he he, he arrives at the shrine and he's there pretty much through dawn. Gilly, uh, why is your clothing so soiled? Oh, she's already cleaned it. Thought you were coming back all dusty. Oh, d- dusty, yeah. Mm-hmm. There ain't no prestidigitation in this game. It's wild, <laughs> yeah, clean clothes yeah. and um, um, well, and you'll see her. She like looks at Maribem, and she's kind of sitting closer to her than she normally was. And um, uh, well, we, you know, we went to go check out the troll caves. And um, I slipped and I fell uh, in front of the troll caves and there was a troll outside and there was the driver and two others and um, I was pretty sure I was going to die. How did you make it out? Um, 
I just, I, I, I was terrified. And so I, I just wanted to get out of there. And I, 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 I just looked for where could I hide? And I, that's what I did. I was, a, I was a coward and I hid and I got out of there. I don't think that was cowardly. I think that was the smart thing to do. You were outsized and outnumbered. And Erinil's just going to sort of look at, at Marimbem. Just sort yeah. of to see, sort of like what, did you have to intervene in this? No, the little one got away on her own. She might not be um, as powerful as the rest of us, but she's savvy and quick to it. She held herself firm and found a way to elude them in the shadows. Useful, useful task that was. And she kind of, for a moment, she like she she kind of reaches out almost like she's gonna ruffle your hair, but then her hand kind of stops short of doing that, and she just mm-hmm. sort of pulls it back and like kind of looks at at her hand, can almost like surprised that she was willing to do that, and then she goes back to just kind of staring at like her food and kind of picking it apart and eating whatever she's got. Um, could I roll to see if I, when I was looking into the cave as I was walking in to the shadows? Was I able to notice anything? But I would roll that at like super disadvantage because I'm panicked. Nope. Um, okay. You are not getting that. <laughs> Had you gone, I asked you if you wanted to go in. So, and you did. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I'll say this like, you looked in, and and from what you could tell, like, you couldn't see anything inside. Um, but okay. you're not sure if, like, everything was happening so quick, you're not sure if it maybe, if it was because it was too dark or whether it bent or anything like that, but you weren't able to go deep enough into it to really get a good feel for what's in there. Okay, good. And Arrhenia will then look to, to Erebon and say, I mean, this seems to be the danger of traveling on, on top of the ground. Were you telling me earlier that there are potentially paths under the ground that maybe we could make some traveling under a bit more cover? Indeed, there are tunnels that travel uh, underneath the shrines into nearby areas that we may be able to use to our advantage. Uh, we should be able to reach the shine uh, completely hidden and possibly even use the tunnels to lie in wait for the trap to be sprung. There's also the ridge that leads down to the camp. Uh, perhaps we could find a way to lock the ridge in a hurry that would delay them if we are chased. However, our main concern should be to chop the head off the snake. Uh, I think blocking the ridge would be only useful if we are unsuccessful in in killing the target. So I, I suppose it would be a good idea to locate the other tunnel entrances so that we know. Uh, Jeff, how much of the recon of the tunnels did we actually do? Uh, I think it was more of a lore test you took uh, to sort of right. understand. I think that's what it was. It was a lore test. Yeah, yeah it was what lore. This, Yeah, so you haven't actually located a way down yet. So that's something you would probably still need to do. Yes, uh, I would suggest that we rest tonight, and then tomorrow we have most of the day to prepare and lie in wait if he arrives around dusk. 
and Floy, you would know from your from what you and the dwarves did in, in sort of the the gap to the to the Gundabad, like they're not leaving tomorrow. There's no way the warband can get up and, and move. So you do have a day at least. Yeah, it bought us a few days. Some of us are wounded. Can't rush into this. And are we also going to make use of our numbers to uh, maybe have some folks either uh, let out some of the um, some of the wargs or kind of do some other cave damage, perhaps? I think that could be a good idea. It would draw some attention off us as long as we can ensure that the timing is correct and we do not uh, cause the leader to change his plans, his daily routine. Kind of a coordinated, synchronized attack. I think from a practical perspective, being able to rest through the night means that we can divvy out some of those fellowship points as hope points to help with a little bit of this whoever's close to being miserable yeah i think you guys have what six fellowship points restored yes. so yeah we we can do that long rest if you want if you want to do a long rest you can pop that on your character sheets and then figure out who gets those fellowship points i would like for sure one of the fellowship points puts us at five who else wants one um, I'll take one. Definitely not Floy. I think I'm good. I've got seven hope and zero shadow because I'm a new player still. <laughs> uh, Floy, are you good? Uh, what does that put your guys' hope and shadow? Uh, I now have taking one. I'm at six hope with two shadow. I'm at four hope and two shadow. Okay. Uh, I can take one as well. Put me on nine and seven. Oh my gosh. You have seven <laughs> shadow points? Yeah. Take, you a, take scar. a scar. You should definitely cash He's that out so for a greedy. scar. And, and don't use one of our fellowship points. He doesn't want points. it to be permanent. Long, long plays <laughs> it up against the edge, man. He no, plays it to the edge every game. <laughs> His engine's always redlining. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly oh my goodness. <laughs> Am I allowed to say you can't use a fellowship point? <laughs> no, it's for the a part of it. I do think I know. technically you have to agree or something like that. I think That's that actually fine. is of the rules. That's fine. Uh, I'm I, the fellowship now. <laughs> you wake so, up. Oh, <laughs> Everyone's boy. butchered and Floyd's the only one left. Right? Okay. Good gracious. I'm debating if I want to do another one. because I think you I, should. Four and two is kind of cutting it close. Kind of like a nine and seven situation. Tonight, I think. I know, but the because I'm trying to think fellowship points are favored, which yeah. is probably more beneficial than 2d6 potentially. If you go miserable, though, then you really get some yeah, that's true penalties. Miserable is real bad. All right, three fellowship. We're down to two because you and I each I got yeah. one, you got two, long got one. We just spent four, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm bad at math. All right. 
but yeah, miserable is bad. So, okay. Morning comes. You're feeling better about yourselves. Everyone looks. My wound just a little is bit... gone. Okay, you feel everyone's feeling a little better. What's the plan for today? I would say folks that are good at stealthing might want to do some of the tunnel entrance scouting. I am happy to volunteer for that. Non-dangerous so, mission. Yeah, what we're going to do with the NPCs, uh, we talked about this by the time, but we're going to do some NPCs so that they're not too um, cumbersome. Uh, anyone can take an NPC with them. There's three, obviously. And as long as they have a distinctive feature and you all have access to what their distinctive features are, uh, you can potentially gain either one or two uh, extra die during a check. And so they're just kind of coming with you so that I'm not like... I was saying, so I'm not playing with my toys in front of you, like so that we're we're keeping the focus on you all, and like the NPCs are are there to assist you. So, um, but if anybody wants to bring them along, tap into them as an extra bonus. You're welcome to do that. Uh, so you want to? So one one of your plans is to try to find an entrance into the tunnels. Is that right? Yes. Uh, okay. If I did the lore for that, I think I should be the one to go because I would possibly remember vaguely where things are. Um, I'd be fine going solo if you guys have other missions you'd like to go on, or I could take someone stealthy with me. I'm trying to think of other things that we would need to do during the day, because I, I think what we were talking about is that we, we don't necessarily want to do any of the other tasks except at the same time, right. so that we're not kind of tipping our hand. So I don't know that there's much to do during the day today other than, um, I mean, I I might just stay behind and try to do... Um, some type of battle test sort of like in the little cave we're in kind of drawing out like the um, the shrine area and you know kind of what would be good places for people to go and kind of doing kind of some of that strategic planning maybe that isn't involving yeah, you get the rocks and the bottle caps and you start moving around yes exactly <laughs> suddenly she produces one of those sticks and she's just sliding everything around yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. she's got a whole like chessboard actually and she's using all the pieces <laughs> <laughs> uh, Long, what were you going to say? Was I, was gonna, I, I can assist her in that and be like a scout for her. I can maybe watch some of the parties they have move about for a bit and report to her. Okay. Okay. So I think what what we'll say in terms of like a benefit. So we'll do a couple of roles and I want to make sure you all get like an actual mechanical benefit from this and not just flavor. So um, obviously, obviously, Arabon's stealth role will result in finding a tunnel. Uh, and how well he does, we'll say, we'll determine how close that tunnel is towards towards the shrine, like the, the best, you know, in the shortest distance, so you're not having to travel too far. But whereas like Floyd and Arineal will say that you two putting your heads together might allow you to sort of maybe either A, better time the attack uh, on Rotag to have as much time before reinforcements arrive, because that'll be the idea. There'll be a clock on reinforcements once you engage Rotag. And, and maybe your your sort of battle role to time it out and figure things out might allow you some more time. Or you could give, say, a bonus to like some of the NPCs if they wanted to go try to distract something else. Like we'll figure out a way to make it useful for you. Uh, let's start with uh, Arabon. This so Arabon, you you head out, you get your get your cloak on and everything, and you you kind of go as best you can solo, uh, looking around for an unguarded entrance to the tunnels preferably one that you might be able to to kind of get underneath for so go ahead and give us that roll yeah preferably uh this would be stealth right 
Uh, stealth's fine. I'll take stealth. Yeah. Preferably one that's closer to our camp rather than further. Right. Just so. Yeah, that's what, that's what I assumed. Yeah. I know you assumed it because you're a smart guy, but I, <laughs> I repeat things anyways. Okay, it's just a normal success. So, uh, you're able to, yeah, you're able to locate one that is kind of halfway between, like it's, it's you, you find a cave actually, another one of these caves that's on the this this ridge of the the misty mountains. So like you can see on the map there, like you can see them kind of arcing in a sort of northwesternly fashion. And somewhere between where you all have been keeping camp on off to the southeast of the Warbands encampment and where the where the troll caves are, where you know that the they were where Gilly almost died. Somewhere between there you find this stray cave that as you descend down into it, you find kind of a broken you know, kind of a, a broken sliver in the wall that allows you to sneak into what looks like actually refined brickwork. And so you're able to acknowledge, you know, like you think you, you've made it into the, the passageways here. Um, so you have an entrance, like you, you, you have an entrance and it's really just about sort of navigating those passageways and finding your way to the shrine at that point. And uh, could I have brought some like charcoal from the camp as well to kind of make marks on the tunnels to try and sure yeah i think there's give us a chance to yeah that's easy navigate a little easier yeah uh would i know like who built these tunnels um i mean you did the lore roll and i don't yeah, so we're not going to redo the lore rolls. The lore roll basically just gave you... I don't think you had like a particularly great success on it. It just kind of gave you a a general idea of like what the layout might be. But likely... I mean, it certainly predates modern times. Most likely, it was sort of constructed during the... Um, during the strongest points of Angmar. So likely, the you know, it was, it was probably... And even looking at it now, you can tell there's like a crudeness to it. Um... So you're not sort of, it was just like certain, certain creatures that had, you know, sunlight aversions were trying to find passageways moving from section to section within Angmar's empire where they weren't exposed to sunlight. Or if it was some of the evil men, perhaps like Easterlings or something like that kind of coming over and, and, and aiding. Um, but it's hard to say specifically who would have built it, but likely it has that age. So you're, you're thinking right, like right. maybe a thousand to a 1500 years old. And uh, would I be able to tell if they're, somewhat used even like does it look like no one's been here for a long time like that thousand years or do the orcs still know about it yeah so this one i think is probably more of an ex like if you're just looking for any signs of has there been recent activity down here awareness is probably a good one to roll for that okay gotta get hand off okay uh, you you do actually see signs of tracks moving through here. Uh, it's although there's there's masonry down here. It's it's kind of a it's it's broken at times, and you can see the earth coming up here and there. And you can tell that there have there has been traffic. Um, from what you learn from Thorvim and Thebe, you do know that one of the things that has been occupying some of the time of the regular kind of orcish foot soldiers has been scouring some of these ruins for, you know loot artifacts anything useful so it's likely at some point some of those groups might have swept through here looking for anything of value but it doesn't look like it's consistently used it has been yeah. used before but it's not like a daily thing 
Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything's been here today. Uh, but it looks like something okay. has been here within the past, say, week. Okay. Uh, then I would just like to spend my time getting to know these tunnels as well as possible uh, and trying yep. to make my way to the shrine, try to find like the most direct route to the shrine. Yeah, I think that's explore. That'll be an explore role, probably. Uh, I might use the audience die on this one if you guys don't mind. Nice. Great success. Okay. Yay. All right. So uh, you do find, I mean, it takes you a while. So this is this is probably several hours worth of exploration. Right, right. And more than once, you do actually hear the sounds of activity below, but you're able to hear it in enough time to avoid it. And rolling over the stealth, you find a way to kind of keep out of sight. And as long as you're not intentionally trying to engage them, it looks like you're able to kind of keep out. Uh, out of sight but yeah you see little groups of of a couple orcs here and there and some scrawny looking ones others that look a little bit more uh kind of beefy as they're they're moving about a lot of them are hauling about goods and items you can see they're breaking things um you do find a, a path um that eventually kind of using your general sense it starts to wind its way northward it's a little circuitous here and there and, and you have to take some switchbacks you you move between a masoned area through like a more of like a rocky hole out. And eventually you come to come to a kind of a more refined sort of tomb area. And you can tell that there are like these old kind of sarcophagi built into the wall here and there that seem to have already been ransacked. There's two things you notice. You notice that there's in the end of this kind of long passageway that pretty basically stops going north or any further. You see like a, a sort of a large kind of crack open in the in the ceiling above you and there's like this sort of jagged rock cave in and as you peek your head up you realize you're literally it's the base of the shrine like this is probably the most direct access point you have the second thing you notice is that nearby there is a small little kind of camp set up and you can see that there's this little like nook and kind of cranny area built into the wall where it looks like somebody has been stockpiling some of their treasures. And yeah, you just see like like a small little spill out of all these little goods, like things that have probably been looted from who knows what down here or who knows what in these ruins. So you can tell someone's been here. But, yeah. but no one's there now. No one's currently there now, but you can tell that someone seems to stay here. It looks like a small little like camping area. Okay. Um, small camp, so it looks like it'd be like one to three people at most. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then I'd like to kind of poke my head up to just check out the shrine without like actually okay. going out into the daylight. Yeah, you poke your head up and you look around and uh, since it's, yeah, since it's past dusk you don't you know you don't see a whole lot of activity around here but you do hear the sounds of like orcish voices shouting around here and there but um like before you notice that there's it's kind of like a there's it's multi-tiered so like you're at sort of the base uh so there's like the ground level and that's where your head's kind of peeking up at what looks like the crumbling base of like the first level of the shrine which is kind of a wide like 
square rectangle and you're kind of on the southern side it looks like and then as you kind of peek around and maybe even skirt out just a couple feet just to kind of get a look you see that nestled in the middle of that base is like that extra level atop which you know rotag is at it's it's fairly there's nothing really around it it's kind of an empty space there's no real trees or or other rocks are kind of growing nearby you can even peek out and see the ridge where you and arineal were spying on this from yesterday um so okay. there's a lot of lot of empty empty space here not a whole lot of places where people for, were, were like for orcs to hide essentially I want to just take as many mental notes as possible, maybe use my little piece of charcoal to like draw a little picture on the back of my hand or something like that, just so I can help Arenial get as accurate a description of this place as possible. Sure. Uh, and then I think I'll start heading back. Okay. And you've got a roll to come back. Like we kind of, you just work your way back, especially since you've been marking here and there, it's easy enough. Uh, you're able to, again, you hear, you hear movement from time to time, uh, most of it you think is probably orcs kind of shouting out to one another and things crashing. Occasionally you hear like there's these strange other sounds kind of wafting through like like weird whispers that kind of just like haunt through some of the shadows, but you avoid them. Like, you know, you do your best to avoid them. Like Eventually, orcish whispers or like... No, it's weird because you come up to these, these sort of creases here and there in some of these tunes. I don't like creases. Like, just in the darkness beyond, like into a into a place you haven't really looked and scouted because there doesn't seem to be direct access. It's like a voice sort of calls out to you, this sort of strange ethereal voice, but unless you specifically want to look for a way in, like you don't seem to have any It's calling out to me by name. No, you just hear it as okay. you get close as you walk by. As you especially when you ever whenever you linger in the shadows to kind of hide from some of the some of the groups of orcs that are moving about. Uh, then mental note to keep a sharp eye on Floyd as we move through this area and continue to head back. Okay. All right. So back at uh, back at the cave, what have Floyd and Arineal been doing with your uh, with your risk board game? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a to scale replica of the uh, shrine and the, the tears, and you know somebody's bringing in food and you've got the um uh his little um oh i'm liking on the word um there's a lieutenant's and then his little herald there and like you know who's going to be there and where everybody's at and so we're you know starting kind of the battle discussion that will continue once Erebon comes back with his information okay i mean he's going to be gone for a while so like the three of you are welcome to do something else during the day yeah, I was going to go out and just like maybe take a vantage point and see how the war party moves, what they do throughout the day. Okay. Is there something you want to roll for this? Is there... Maybe it's like either awareness or scan. Just take out like four of them and we'll just keep Awareness watch. probably makes more sense than scan okay. in this case. Um, okay. Is there some kind of information you're hoping to learn or do you just want like a generic piece of useful? Yeah, just so... generic is how, how they okay. operate. Did you get a? Oh yeah, I forgot a bonus dice at from NPC. Thorgon? Yeah, go ahead and yeah, go ahead and roll oh, an D6 extra D six, I guess. All right. Uh, so seven. So it's a total of what? Twelve. Twelve. I'll oh, still fail. Still fail. Yeah. D D D C yeah. fourteen. Target number fourteen, I should say. Uh, yeah, you and Thorvum, you move up 
the ridge. Uh, you kind of go a little bit further up from where you all were camped out, maybe even start heading in the direction of where the trolls are, are kept in that cave. And you try to get a good vantage point where you can, as best you can, get a full view of the camp. But the problem is, it's just that there's this lingering mist that just kind of overtakes the whole area, and you can never quite get a full view. And today, sadly, was a, it was a particularly uh, heavy mist, and... While you can see little bits of fires here and there, and you can hear shouts from time to time, and sometimes the mist parts enough for you to see little bits and pieces, you're never quite able to kind of get this exhaustive view of everything at once. Uh, and so ultimately, you don't really learn anything new. You're able to probably confirm a few things that others have seen, but you're not really able to kind of glean any new information. Um... Is there anything it's a bit else of bad weather we're having. What's that? I was just saying, it's a bit of bad weather we're having. Yeah, I mean, bad weather and it's okay. It, it, it'll be all right. We, the rest of them, have, well, we feel better than we were two days ago, I'll tell you that. So I don't remember what voice I was using for Thorvald. <laughs> He's more flavored. I don't, think I, was doing, I don't think I was doing Southern Dwarf. Uh, I don't think I was doing. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Okay, my oh, no, I don't know. I don't remember. That's a shame. Uh, okay, so Gilly, what would you be doing uh, while we're waiting for Arabon to return? As we know, Arinial's setting up her her camp map. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, Gilly? So they had mentioned that night that we're trying to figure out a way to like prevent people from being able to quickly interrupt us. So Gilly um, wants to take Maribam out and maybe get stuff to make these little satchels that can be easily caught on fire that we could potentially shoot into the camp. Um, I like that. That's really clever. Um, to, like, light nice. stuff on fire. Yeah, uh, that's really clever. Um, we could do something like hunting to try to find something. We could do craft to try to, like, discover the right kind of you know, foliage that would burn well or something like that, or unless you, if there's something else you have in mind. Um, um, but I was wondering if I could do like a lore role, like I've read in a book, like this particular plant is flammable or. Um, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, that's fine. Like the way you framed it, I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. Cool. So I get two from the pearl and I get one from Maribem because she's vigilant and like she knows like the mountains yeah. relatively well. Yeah. Yeah, I think that makes sense. <laughs> great success. Okay. Uh, you are rolling wow. really well on this non-combat stuff. I feel nice really job. nervous for you guys. I feel <laughs> really, really, really nervous. <laughs> Me too. You, you really do. Um, but yeah, you are able to collect, we'll say, you know, I mean, with a great success, they're going to burn particularly well. It's like, like these little kind of makeshift Molotov that you're kind of, kind of create. Like is, sachets. Yeah. 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 And with like, we took success, the time we'll to like attach them to like some arrows. So they're just ready to go. Uh, I don't, I mean, do we want to do, yet? do you want to do arrows or do you want to make them more like grin? grenades oh that makes more sense more like yeah. grenades kinda, i think it's yeah. more like satchels that you're just sort of throwing yeah. and not sure if the air speed velocity 
would wreck of that. Yeah, hanging everyone. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a professional archer or anything, but uh, comment in chat if you are. Um, okay, so with that in mind, since everyone seems to like Arinio, you've been setting up your camp, but you're waiting for like everyone to come back before you make any kind of roll here. All right, mm -hmm. we'll say sometime in the afternoon, everyone returns from their various tasks, fills you in on the information, the additional information they've collected on the camp. Uh, Arena, you can go ahead and make a, a battle roll, and you're looking to glean what you want to try to. Is there like information you want here specifically? I am basically trying to, um, kind of given the terrain, um, given where we're going to be coming in from, where kind of the tunnel entrances are. So, um, trying to do something that I would be really horrible at, but like this person should go here, and this person should go here, and this will give us an advantage over here, and yeah. Kind of laying out the kind of battlefield to our advantage okay yeah uh yeah go ahead and roll that battle i'm trying to think if any of my distinctive features would come into play um would old know. come into play at all don't you get a Hanging bonus out from in your a helmet? cave all day would that sounds pretty <laughs> bold you know a lot of fungus in here uh, your helmet, yeah, Argolip's helm. I think that's moldy. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> two. Yeah, don't forget your helm. That's right. Mold. That's right. That will give me the two, and it's already favored. Rooms and stuff, maybe. I don't know. All right, fingers crossed. I'm a professional geologist. Okay, great success. Ooh, uh, okay, so great success. So I'll say I'll give you two two particularly good pieces of information. Um, probably between Gilly and Marimbin scouting of the cave that kind of feral cave troll area and the acquisition of this new kind of grenade sort of attempt that you're going to try to use, you were able to find that there was kind of a hole that you could potentially drop some things down into that little cave pen where they're keeping their feral trolls. And so if somebody were, if you were to task somebody with going over there and kind of dropping their, you know, some of those, some of those grenades in that might, delay any kind of reinforcements from the cave area or from the, the troll area. So that might kind of slow down, you know, the troll driver and any of the cave trolls from kind of coming to reinforce should Rotag call for it. Okay. So that's one bit of information you got. Um, and then secondly, especially again, with this, this sort of new, this new strategy of having like, you know, these, these incendiary things you can light on fire, the war keeper, they're in a copse of trees uh, and like it's probably, I mean, they, they, it's not the same sort of uh, vegetation that you were able to collect with Marimben Gilly, but trees burn. Uh, and so that would certainly trying to set some of those on fire could delay some of the ward keeper in the works kind of returning. And they're the fastest moving too. So it's possible then that if you task someone with going over there around the time that you launch your attack on Rotag, that certainly distracts and delays two of the major potential reinforcements on with Rotag. So I share all of that information um, with the group. I'm very proud of the uh, work I've put into this. Uh... I'm proud of you too. Nice job. That's an excellent drawing. <laughs> it looks fantastic too. Like she's been carving rocks and like whittling and stuff all day. <laughs> like the that joke arrow is, is perfectly that... symmetrical. I don't know how you drew that. Yeah. Jeff, the joke in chat is that we've been playing D&D while they're gone using your unpainted miniatures. Oh, well, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. <laughs> there are a lot. 
There are probably more unpainted minis than there are orcs and enemies in this camp. And there are hundreds of orcs and enemies in this camp. There's a lot. Oh, it makes me sad. Now I'm sad for the rest of the night. Thanks, chat. Now I feel sad. No. <laughs> I share your pain, Jeff. <laughs> okay, uh, so we hand wave the fact that I gave really good battle tactician instructions to everybody absolutely. on what we're doing. I haven't seen no, such fine. a plan like this before. Usually just run at each other until one side dies. <laughs> There's a benefit to ambush in the uh, sneaking. Okay, so you guys have a couple hours left before dusk. Were you going to try to launch this attack tonight? I don't think I say so, some yeah. of us are fully healed yet. Is that a thing? Uh, I'm fully healed. I am. Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. Because I was just two days, so we had that rest yesterday. Do you have one or, more day for say. No, I'm, I'm healed. Okay. I'll just check. Everyone's good to go. Just We're good. The longer you wait, the greater the chance that they might discover a path yeah. or this or that. So like, there's always danger the longer you wait. But it doesn't mean you can't wait if you wanted to wait. Yeah, tonight it is. Full and ready to go. Might as well launch it. Okay. Uh, so what do we want to send our friends on missions for? Like, do we want to send some to burn down the woods for the wargs? And if so, who? Yeah, I would say Mirambem should definitely do anything that involves trolls. Sure. So I would say sending her to the cave trolls would make sense. She's been there once. She knows the past there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have enough of those uh, firebombs to send with multiple NPCs? Or just she one. got a great. They got a great success, so we'll say uh-huh. that there's enough for for two different applications of them. So then we could send Thorbum and DV with the other half to stop the wargs. Yeah, that sounds good. Dwar- dwarves are natural sprinters, so can probably they are natural sprinters sometimes. <laughs> and arguably, that's more important because the wargs will get to us faster. So sending two would be a better idea for that one. Okay. Assuming okay. that they are on board with our recommendation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marimben will kind of look at you like when you say that she gets to go and set a cave filled with cave trolls on fire. She looks at you all with sort of like, well, you get to take out the special one quality, but I get to take out multiple quantity. She seems satisfied. Whereas, like Thorvum, who's eating something right now, so he doesn't quite sound himself. So he's got yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> he kind of chews on something, <laughs> and they will try as best they can to out sprint the wargs and potentially try to reinforce uh, should the time. But now it does this does leave basically, you know the you know the regular foot soldiers that kind of shield bearer to potentially reinforce but you as as Erebon knows like you have a couple minutes of time so uh we might want to consider also like a regroup point not at the shrine because you know if they go and they set fire for the wargs they may not want to go directly to the shrine because we might you know have messed things up and be leaving Do we want to meet back here at the cave or would we want everyone to regroup at the shrine just to try and concentrate our efforts? Yeah, they should come to the shrine if they're done with their task to see if they can back us up if possible. And if we're not there, we can always like... Yeah, we may, need, point. we may need their assistance to clear an exit path. 
But if we're not there, then they're going to be running into a place infested with orcs. I mean, I think they can, uh, along the way, they can see if it's, like, swarmed or not. Okay. Just throwing it out. I don't... Irenial had a master battle plan. I can't argue with her. (laughs) I... Yeah, we we hand wave just how brilliant and the tactical it was. Um, but I mean, maybe we could have like a, a tunnel rendezvous point where, like, I imagine if they're you know loud battle sounds are going to carry, so they're going to know if I don't know a- if I found any other exits and entrances other than just the shrine and the the one in the cave, the one that we're taking. Not no, that we didn't explored. Really explore. Too much. The most that you know is there should be paths like northeast, south, and west just because of the shrine. But we don't know if they're all clear or watched or what have you. Okay. So uh, everyone goes and d- does their tasks, hopefully simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And then we regroup at the shrine. And if the shrine is a mess, then we regroup at the tunnel exit that we'll be taking. That sound good? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you could try to time it up probably with like, you know, it's dusk. So, right, know, right. As, so you can try to use that. I've worked it out. Um, so we have our own little kind of house rule mechanism for tasking these. I'm giving the dwarves uh, 3d6. I'm going to give um, theb2 bonus die because I think swift would probably be really useful here. But Thorne yeah. won't give you the one bonus. And then I'll say I'll give plus 1d6 for the bombs. Um. So they'll have they'll roll a feet die plus forty six to see if they're successful at their task. Nice whereas job, Mar- Billy. Whereas Marin Bem, I'm gonna give her a plus two d six because I mean she's vigilant, hardened, and it's trolls, and one d six for the bombs. Um, so she's got three d six to roll. Nice. So, cool. and I'm gonna put it like in the middle at uh, like a target number of fourteen is what they're trying to hit. Because you're not asking them to actually kill them, you're just—it's just distraction and slowing down. Yeah. But right, you try yeah. to say, make sure you take them out, and that would—that would would kick that up a difficulty. Does that sound good? Yep. Yeah. Perfect. No, I like that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the thing is, this is all happening at once, so you're not necessarily going to know whether or not they were successful, uh, since you guys are going to do your thing. Yeah. If we see fires, then we know at least on the. Uh, yeah. The tree perspective that's something that should build and be visible but yeah okay. with the trolls we won't really know because smoke yeah. and mist okay. uh, uh so everyone... i also sorry uh, uh-huh. i also would have been sure would have been sure to inform the party of the possible person underneath the shrine uh and then also possible wraiths and spirits that you know might try to tempt us along the way Plus possible orcs in the tunnels. Like it's not going to be necessarily 100% safe to get there. Just okay. so everyone's aware and cautious. I sure. think we have gathered as much information about our enemy as we possibly can to try to help us be successful. So yes. before we start, um, <laughs> do we want Gilly to <laughs> go into the tunnel as well? Not enough time anymore. Or- not enough time anymore. What you guys have spent? You guys have spent the whole day planning, and you went and did some stuff. No, I mean try to get this done before. Uh, before this like, is just it, Ashley speaking, not like Gilly. Like, should I actually be in the tunnels with you guys, like going in, or do you want me like above shooting down? I want you in the tunnel where you can get an easy escape. 
Yeah, I think we're all going in the tunnel okay. as our. Um, yeah, I don't understand the shooting down thing. As our way in. You said like there were multiple layers of the, of the shrine. shrine. Right, yeah. but it goes up. So, like, she'd be shooting up. Uh, if she's shoot, if she's staying in the tunnel, gotcha. she's shooting up. So like I was she was sorry, saying, I not to stay in the to tunnel, like a mountain or like, something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was saying we would we would go in the tunnel, and she by herself would be going in the other way so that she can shoot from the top. But that okay. sounds dangerous. If I understood yeah. you correctly, Ashley. All right. So at long last, let's do this. So we're going. I'm very excited. I'm gonna be very sad. Wait, one more thing, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then Sauron appears. And <laughs> it's a mess. Oh, oh hey, it's Sauron. That sucks. <laughs> this is giant. How did, I do. How here. did we not see him? <laughs> Our scouting set. Okay. Uh, so you guys all break off. You leave the cave. Everyone kind of goes off. You have a moment. Uh, everyone kind of wishes each other good luck, etc. Uh, the dwarves. Oh, team on three. Kind of huddle up for a moment. They wish you well, Floy. Like we'll see you on the other side, brother. And like the the nope. kind of comes up, and like you guys do like a, a three dwarf like huddle, like Ugh, you know, and then they sprint off down the foothills uh, towards sort of the southwestern copse of trees where they're headed. Marambam takes a moment with a rineal. Um She uh, she kind of just uh, good luck came true, no mercy, hey. and. Uh, Hope to see you on the other side of this. Hope. <laughs> what an interesting word. And then she just kind of runs off. Mm -hmm. So you, <laughs> Erebon, you're able to lead them over towards the tunnels. Your entrance to the tunnel. Uh, let's do stealth rolls as you want to try to move through here quietly, carefully. Uh, and if somebody fails, uh, as long as somebody else has an extra success, they can kind of lend it to them as well. Automatic success Gandalf. for... Yeah, it's a Gandalf. That's a good omen. That's Great a, success. I'm not so good at this. Oh, no. Yeah. Is um, I do have an extra Please. success I can give her. Yep. Yes, you do. You're able to kind of help. And so does... And, and we have an extra one from, from, uh, from Gilly as well. So... Yeah, you got both both Gilly and Erebon notice Arrhenius being a little heavy-footed with some of her steps. I mean, even the dwarf is being very careful with his sturdiness and his steps. Knows the seriousness of the situation, but Arrhenius may be kind of lingering here and there. So as you're you you kind of climb down, um, these tunnels are extraordinarily dark because there's no light down here whatsoever except what you bring. You also know that if you light up a lantern or a torch, that it's a beacon in the darkness as well. So um, you're very careful with your movements. As you're kind of traversing these tunnels, you're looking, using your light to just sort of very carefully find the scratches on the walls that Erebon made uh, as he was setting a path. You do come across one of those... Um, kind of creases in the wall, and you do once more, Erebon, and this is now everybody else, you do hear this, maybe it's because it's darkness, is, in, is more intense, maybe it's because it's night, but just like that, that sort of large vertical gray tree where Floyd nearly kind of got pulled off into, it's sort of that same thing tends to happen, and except it's to all of you, just feel this sort of pull on all of you. Everyone go ahead, 
Uh, roll a, um, roll a valor test. Uh-oh. As it's not just these whispers that come out, but all of you begin to <laughs> kind of cough a bit as the, as almost of like this, these fumes begin to sort of waft out between this, this sort of seam in the wall as if it's been boarded up to protect some kind of tomb in the pa- in the back. I fail. Failed. Okay. Yeah. Great success. Uh, did anybody, so how'd you do Erebon? Not good. Okay, so only Gilly kind of, Gilly, maybe maybe because you have the light, you're towards the front a little bit and you just kind of keep moving and after a moment you start hearing coughing behind you. And you turn back and you can see both, you know, all Floyd, Arineal, Arabon, they're all in there like their hands and their knees. And, <laughs> and you can smell this this foul, like fetid odor uh, in the air. You can see as you hold the lantern up towards where they're on their hands and knees, you can see these little specks of dirt or dust or something that's kind of wafting about around them as if they're almost suffocating. Um each one of you go ahead and roll a uh, roll two feet die. So not not you, Gilly. You're fine. Okay. You just want us to roll d12s, or how how do we roll? Yeah, roll roll two d12s and take the and give me the and take the lower, and take the lower as endurance uh, as endurance damage as you begin one. to sort of suffocate. Yay for rolling a one. Okay. Again, take the lower of the two. So one for Arineo. Floy, how'd you do? Oh, we both are all as company, so I don't know. If I rolled the one or Arineo rolled oh. the one. I rolled the one because I had gone first, and it was the light colored oh. dice. Okay, okay cheater. No, I, I see how it is. Just take the one turn still. We know how Melissa is. <laughs> Rineo is able to... A- maybe Rineo was right behind Gilly, and but and she kind of gets out of this, this eruption of this like, kind of foul dust. Uh, that's coming from some strange tomb behind here, but Floy and Erebon kind of linger behind. I mean, Arineo and Gilly are able to eventually kind of pull them from that that little pattern there, but but whatever was back there were sort of sending this this fumes there. You're able to pull them out of the shadow, but like when you get them through there, their faces are sort of beat, you know, kind of beat red, almost purple, as it looks like they've been suffocating for the past few moments. And you can see like with Floy especially like his beard is just sort of covered with this rancid strange dust you're not sure if it's like old flesh from like some of the bodies that might have been buried here or not but it's kind of covering his his eyebrows and his beard and his his hair here and there and you're able to quickly dust it all off but as you were you know as you were pulling them through you kind of peek you peek over Gilly with the light and you can see this just something moves and it kind of almost like it's trying to reach out from from behind this section towards you, and it quickly sho- like pulls its hand back as the lantern like kind of shoots light right down the seam, and you're able to bypass this uh, entirely at that point. Erebon took eight points of endurance loss. Yeah, Sorry. I I was so worried about Floy having another one of his like visions or something that I didn't even think like I should get out of the way and I just got <laughs> caught right in the middle of it. Oh god. You uh you get past, you catch your breath, you continue moving around. And again, because you've been here before, because you've marked everything, it's a fairly easy movement. Your stealths are fine. Occasionally you hear the sounds of a distant orc or something shouting, but you're able to bypass it. Eventually though, you kind of start to 
to reach the final masoned area where you know this leads towards the shrine. And you're you're catching you're you're kind of almost towards that small camp where you know someone was like tucking away these treasures and someone someone is potentially camping here. Um, who would we say is leading the way? Would it be Erebon since you know which way to go, or would somebody else kind of be taking point? That was my assumption, but yeah, I think I would probably try to guide. Yeah. Roll an awareness test, and you could do this favorite since you've been here before. Um, it already is favored, so. Well, there you go. Oh. Didn't matter. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a shame. Uh, Gilly, you're up there too, so you can do it as well. But you're you don't get it at favored. So because you have the okay. lantern light, you're kind of up there as well. I'll let you. I'll let you roll as well, but since Floyd and Renee are kind of com- coming up in the rear, watching in the backside, we'll say no to them. No, oh, no. It turns, guys. It almost, you almost had it and then it rolled to the one. Yeah, I know. I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> so what you don't notice is that there are two creatures down here that are essentially like laying down you can and as you as you you nearly stumble over top of them and as you do in the darkness maybe you held the lantern in the wrong direction you just kind of stumble over top of a couple of them and you look around and there's these two orcs that looks like they were in the middle of taking a nap as they suddenly like scramble uh, up into their uh, up to fight and looks like they're about ready to either fight you or flee or run you see one of those same scrawny orcs that were on the ridge line uh, when you were saving Thorvim and Thievi. But you also see Erebon, what looks like one of those taller, kind of bulkier attendants that Rotag had as well. And we're going to get into combat. Orc. And since, the, oh, wait, sorry, so quick combat. I see an orc on the ground. I stab it with my spear. Uh, that's my my that's go-to fair. move. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, but because you guys, I, I was going to get you guys, if, you, if, if one of you would have passed the awareness test, you would have had an ambush. But you, um, unfortunately... Uh, no, failed. No. Uh, I'm going to blame Gilly on that one because I specifically said like we need to watch <laughs> out for this camp but she held that lantern the wrong way I couldn't see she like blinded me so it, it it's definitely the hobbit's fault wow so, as the lanterns at like another... foot level like... <laughs> <laughs> literally cannot cast a shadow on my eyes <laughs> so you guys literally stumble on top of these two sleeping orcs uh, oh, no. Off to the north of where Floyd is standing. Floyd, you look off to the north and you can see like glinting in the lantern light. You see like there's like this little alcove of treasure back there. Like it's the it's the thing that I was talking about with Erebon, where they just seem to be keeping a few things back there. It looks your treasure hunter eye, pretty interesting. All right, no opening. I balls. definitely did not mention the treasure as well. I would have mentioned the oh, camp, you did. I would okay. not have mentioned would not have okay. mentioned the treasure. No opening volley, no ambush. We're going straight into close combat because you literally stumble on top of them as they're sleeping. So we're going to skip that uh, entirely. We're going to go right. All right, everyone go ahead and set. You do you do outnumber them. There's only two of them here. So go ahead and set your, your stances. I, thought I you guys pull out my spear with a high-pitched squeal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Rotek hears you above. He jumps no. down. Okay. <laughs> another another high pitched squeal. <laughs> All right. 
So, uh, so it looks like Arinio and Floy are in forward. Erebon is in defensive. Gilly is going to be in ranged. And then we've got this, we've got the two orcs themselves. Okay, so let's give it a go. Uh, we'll say, sorry, uh, Arinial or Floy in whatever order you want can go. Uh, and we can engage, like, actually we gotta do our engagements first. So, uh, Floy and Arinial, who would you, who would you want to engage with? I have a larger general. Okay, so Floy is going to target, so that's the one to the south. Which means a Rineal, you would probably have to target then the Orc Soldiers of the East. Okay. Uh, and then Erebon, you have your choice between the two of them. Which one of those would you... Does it matter if I'm planning about? to do a battle task? Yeah, I mean, the engagement stage is still like the technically the second. Sure. We gloss over it a lot because it goes pretty okay. fast for us. But um, I would I would target the one that I'm right next to, the smaller guy. Okay, so so then it means Floy will be one-on-one on the larger one, and Arineal and Erebon will technically be engaged uh, with the smaller one, Gilly, being... You're, you're in uh, you're in rare words, so you don't have to worry about it too much. All right, Arineal, it's yeah. your turn. Okay, I'm going to give this a shot. Um, so the forward combat task of Intimidate Foe. Let's see if this works. You have to roll the test. You wasted all your good rolls, guys. <laughs> that was bad. That's a, Jeff's just like, okay, guys, let's have an hour where you guys go do ahead. whatever you want. Take your time with this planning <laughs> thing. I have. Go ahead. Roll all the dice you want. Watch what happens. Uh, an I.S. Sauron in a one uh, on that uh, on that, yeah, that was roll. An awful roll. You you try you get a, you get ready to shout something, but as you do, like Floy and this orc standing next to you, they just sort of bump past you, and like as like whatever speech or shout you're attempting to do, kind of falls on deaf ears as you stumble about. Floy, uh, what would you like to do? Let's pull out my axe. Got to make this quick. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll say Floyd Swing steps up. Oh, got a heavy blow. Great success. Okay. Uh, 14 damage. Floyd, who was rolling poorly before, is now rolling. As. All right. It's my time to shine. 14 points? Yeah. Okay. That's actually really good. It's still up. Uh, as you come up, you hack viciously into it as it's still kind of stumbling as is was trying to get to you but Arineal being in the way of the two of you seemed to have actually helped you a little bit in this case um as it wasn't quite ready as it also has this like big old cleaver as it really did was locking eyes with you and you hear it just you um but 14 points of damage is quite good uh all right Erebon comes to you Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to use my spear. I forgot to target. That would help. Oh my. Gandalf. Gandalf. Uh, okay, uh, I need a roll protection test. Um, I will burn a hate to roll a bonus die on my protection roll. Uh, to get it, yeah. So I'm gonna get a bonus die on this. As I'm gonna burn a hate with this guy. Here we go. I am protected. I do not die outright, but I will take that five points of damage as you 
try to skewer it before it's even able to sort of get its footing, uh, but is able at the last second yeah. to take its scimitar and just kind of sweep the blade, the the, the blade of, like the, the the head of your spear just ever so slightly to the side so it doesn't kill it right off the bat. So I'm like walking and I just accidentally like kick it in the head or something and just instinctively ah! and just slam my spear down, not knowing if I was hitting a rat or an orc or what. Uh, Gilly, uh, your turn. Assuming you'll probably take a couple steps back or so to not be right in the line of sight of these two. You, yes. What would you like to do? Um, she's going to shoot at the orc that looks like he, uh, the smaller one that Erebon was attacking. Erebon nearly killed. Yeah, he looks really bad. Just so he doesn't try and like run away. Like that's sure. her fear. Sure. That's a failure. That's a shame. That's a shame. So close to. Illy's like holding her lantern still. And so she like goes to set it down, gets her arrow and stuff out, but she's just, she can't really see very well anymore. So it just, it goes. All right. They're going to be up next. The first one is the big guy who is going to, who only has eyes for Floyd. Uh, Let's see. I'm going to tap into my hatred for. Uh, dwarfs to roll this attack at favored. Um, oh boy. And I will also burn a hate to get a bonus uh, <laughs> die on this attack. A whole lot uh, of hating going on. So, and he is also in a forward stance. Uh, and I shall roll. Uh, that will be so a great, great success. Um, <sighs> My feet die was a nine. And I'm using the axe, which doesn't. Okay, uh, so I'm just gonna do heavy blow. So I'll add more damage. Nine points of damage to Floy. All right, then the next one will go, which is the smaller of the two who is locked and engaged with Erebon. Uh, nearly was one shot and skewered, but will instead does not have hatred towards you, uh, as it he also has dwarves, but he's unfortunately unable to get to Floyd as you are in his way. I will burn a hate, however, to get a bonus die, and I will swing back at you with this scimitar. Because you're defensive, I already have a penalty, but my bonus die will cancel it out. So I got... All right, here it comes. That's a one on the feet die, and that's a miss as you're able, as it he swings at you with the scimitar, and you just are able to quickly bring the spear up to kind of block the, the swing. Uh, and we go into the next round. Uh, and we got an stances. audience die. Okay, Yay. there you go. Melissa usually keeps those. Uh, okay, we're back into uh, we're back into the top of the round. Uh, stance changes, anybody? Staying yeah. with defensive, as always. Defensive. Nice. Uh, Floy and Arineal staying in assault. Oh, or staying forward. Forward, yep. All right. And Gilly, you are um, presumably staying in rear? No. You're going to move? I'm going to go open. Ooh. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to do the combat task. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Arineal and Floy are going to go first, so one of you can go. All right. Screw this talking stuff. I'm just going to uh, try to hit this guy with my sword. Okay. Can't wait till she misses this, too. You. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, don't worry. She'll find a way to cheat. Uh, all right, I will take one of those. Uh, yeah. Dice. 
To all the Twitch, hey. thank you. Thank you for that complication. Clearly those bits are for me to complicate things. Oh, I'm sorry, what's that to all the Twitch? You want me to drop the boss down on him right now? Oh, well, I'm a slave to the audience, so let's do it. So how close was this, um, the smaller one that I'm on? You're attacking Air the one at Erebon? Uh, that's yes. the one you targeted, right? All right, yes. so you kind of you shift around behind Erebon and you, you hack down at it. Uh, and it took a pretty good wound from Erebon, yeah. You can see it's already kind of, it's got a big old wound. Erebon's spear is kind of coated in blood from where he stabbed him. A really good blow could probably kill him. Because I can add seven or I can do piercing. It's up to you. I, I will say just looking at him, you can tell that a, at a pretty good heavy blow would probably kill him. All right, that's what I'll do. Uh, ten, ten, points of, 10 points of damage nice will be job. enough. What does it look like as you uh, hack your way through this soldier? Uh, so, she, you know, just so mad because, you know, she was going to be all, you know, intimidating and whatnot, and that just didn't work. And so she um, kind of has to push Erebon out of the way a little bit. Um, but she just, you know, kind of comes around um, and is just, you know, kind of straight through the gut, just, um, you know, all the way up to the hilt of the sword. Okay. Okay, so then, uh, Floyd, it is your turn next. You've exchanged yeah, blows. Over. Yeah. Back to bed you go as I swing my axe. Okay. For clean seven damage. Clean seven damage. Nothing special, but a straight up seven damage. No problem. He is still up, however. He is still up. Got a healthy pool of dice here. Don't forget about Okay. Yeah, burn those dice. Uh, Gilly, it is your it is your turn. There's only one target to engage. As as you're in open, you have to essentially you know you're you're locked in with this guy. There's only one target left. Uh, but you're doing that combat task, so go ahead. Yeah. You're not um, locked into that. So if you decided you want to change, you're you're welcome to do that. Like you don't have to do that just because you said it before. But it's now yeah. your turn, so now you make the decision. Um, I think what I would like to do is I would like to use my rope and hook to like try and trip this guy up to prevent him from being able to run away. So maybe try and like trip him or. Okay. Um, let's, I think this is going to sound, this is going to be a roll. I think um, I'm open to negotiation on what skill you want to use. Um I, would I was say, thinking what? I was thinking hunting uh, or athletics, maybe. Um, I was thinking what, what athletics thinking? or stealth. Like maybe like he's not paying attention to me. And so and I'm like kind of below him, but probably more athletics. I think athletics makes more sense. Let's do let's do athletics. Okay. Yeah. Roll athletics test. And we'll say if you're able to if you're able to do this, what this means is this will knock him down. And we'll say this is the equivalent of him having to spend his turn recovering his position, which means he won't be able to run around, run away, and he won't be able to attack either. So that's okay. that's what we'll say this is. Um, since I'm using my um, rope and hook, um, I get an extra dice for that. Yep, that's fine. Cool. Well, I mean, technically, it's for a specific role. Like, what is the the rope and hook? I think is specifically for like athletics. Uh, it is for athletics, and yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I like the creative application. Yeah, nice use. Oh, I like no. that Sauron even better. Oh, no. As Not again. You, you try to hide behind Floyd and like step out just mm -hmm. at the last second and, and like launch the rope, but 
just like like he's jumping rope, he just hops right over top of it and lands back down. Oh, man. It does turn to Erebon uh, next. Uh, Erebon, you're freely able to target this other guy. Since you're in close proximity, it's not a problem. Yeah, so uh, I finally realized that we're fighting orcs now. And I pull my spear up and uh, Irenial kind of shoves me out of the way a little bit. So I'm going to f- swing my spear head uh-huh. away from her to try and, you know, make sure I don't accidentally slice her. And as I'm turning around, I see the one behind us because like, oh, shit, there are two of them. And I'll just stab my spear out. I like how Steven's like, I'm going to kill all these things, but I'm going to do it accidentally. I'm never going to do it intentionally. Uh, I'm going to also that say at this point, like... this guy is completely overwhelmed. And I was going to give you an extra D6 as an advantage. Uh, so you it's can not even going to matter. Don't it think it'll matter. Uh, with a one on the feet die, a two on the one on your others. Yeah. Still, the five still in dead. But I'll say from now on, uh, anybody you know who does anything is going to get an extra die. It is his turn. Um, he wasn't knocked down, so he will go. He has eyes for Floyd still. You might kill me, but I will kill this dwarf first. <sighs> and then he just does that large, like, orcish belch at everybody, and you're just like, oh, terrible, as, like, little bits of food and saliva come flying out in all your directions. Uh, so he's going to target Floy. Um, I will burn another hate uh, to do the exact same roll setup as last time. So um, that will be hate. So hatred for dwarves gives me this at favored. Extra bonus die. Uh, for the expenditure of hate. Here we go. That is another success on Floyd. This time it is an extraordinary success. Uh, My feet die is a 10. I am just going to wear you all down with endurance. 15 points of damage, Floyd, uh, and you have to roll a protection roll against 18, which you succeed at. You always do it so quickly. Like, you could always say another thing. Uh, you are protected, but you do take 15 points of damage as he takes this heavy... Oh uh, do remember, you can take knockback, knockback. to reduce oh, the yeah. endurance loss. This would be a great time to do that. That would be a that good time. Really would. I will take... I'll do knockback, so I'm knockback. So this means on your next turn, you won't be able to attack. You're yeah, just, you really have to spend your turn recovering your position. As you're pushed back, you take seven points of damage instead, as opposed to 15. I love that he got a great success on the protection roll and still got a zero on the feet die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next round. One left. Everybody's obviously targeting the same one. You guys have him surrounded. Everyone will get a bonus die to your attack as you have, have pinned him up against this corner. There's nowhere for him to run. He could shout maybe, but there's nowhere for him to run. Uh, Rennie and Floyd, are you still in forward stance? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Arineal, uh you're up. All right. Let's do this. I am going to take a audience. Oh, man. I'm getting these die out before the boss fight. It's great. Okay. How much damage? Success. Uh, three damage. Only three points of damage. Well, here's the thing, Melissa. Not even going to lie. Had three endurance left. Swear to you, not even lying. So this is going to be like a big kind of just wind up and swing. Um, So she's going to kind of go like 
backhand a little bit, kind of off to the left side, um, and just sort of do a swing, just kind of up and a, kind of just across the throat. As you do so, you kind of cut it across the throat. You don't quite get all of it. It falls to the ground as it looks like it's defeated, but then like a second surge of energy comes through. And you see that the skin of this creature is hideously tough. So I'm tapping into my hideous toughness when an attack inflicts damage to this creature that would cause it to go to zero endurance, which is exactly what you did. It instead causes a piercing blow. Uh, then, if the creature is still alive, it returns to full endurance. And I totally forgot I should be making two attacks with this guy. You guys got lucky on the first uh, first couple of rounds. As that reduces, uh, basically, re- that wound will reduce him from two might down to one might. All right. And you said he's at full endurance again? And he is again at full endurance. But a wound would kill him. Floy, you, uh, you recover on this round. Um, Erebon, your turn. Uh, okay, so now that I know he's actually there and I see, you know, people are swinging at him, I'm going to actually try this time. I'm, I'm going to really, like, dig in deep with the spear. Uh, we'll not use an audience die, though. Okay. Uh, maybe we I have, should. We have five. We have five? Yeah. Well, you kind of want him for Rotag. I'll use it. I'll use an audience we have die to, to, to get rid together. of my penalty. True. One audience die. Great success. Uh, okay. And uh, I I will... What did you roll on your feet die? Uh, a nine. A nine. And you're it... using a spear, correct? Yeah. So you could do a... You could uh, potentially piercing. do a piercing blow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think it's piercing anyways, because my spear is keen, which means oh. piercing blows are on nine. Right, so then just do a heavy damage. Just do a heavy blow to do extra damage, and I have to do a protection roll anyway. Awesome. Awesome. It might not be calculated in, but I'll roll the protection. Uh, so it does 12 points of damage, but let me roll its protection, which is its armor. It does have a three die for armor. All right. And what's the what's your injury rating for your your spear? Uh, it is 16. Okay, so I have to hit a 16. I have one. Uh, so yeah. So here we go. Uh, that is a failure. Uh, Erebon, describe your kill. Yeah. Uh, Reniel just sliced the throat, and he was his skin's so thick that he just shrugged it off. So I aimed my spear a bit lower uh, and went right for, like, the inner thigh and just okay. tried to pierce right through and just get that vein right there and just kind of sawed my spear a little bit before yanking it out. Oh, God, the major and he's so artery. busy getting up and roaring at Arineal that he doesn't actually see the spear coming in. And he crumbles to the ground, blood spurting everywhere. And you have managed to defeat one of Rotag's attendants, actually. This is one of his private... Uh, what are we meant to do that, guys? All right, guys, that was Rotag, right? Let's, let's take a set and get out of here. <laughs> Time to go! <laughs> okay. Oh my um, gosh, Floy, how much endurance do you even yeah, have? Yeah, what are you at? Oh, that's a... Oh my god. Oh, no. This is yeah. bad. And he's still in forward. That's the funny thing. <laughs> That's long he knows nothing but forward. He's got no other way to play. Okay, so that's the end of that fight. You all look around. You don't see any more. You don't you listen for a second to see if anyone's 
and I'm kind of calling and you, you don't hear any footsteps or anything coming towards you. Um, you look around, there's no signs of any additional orcs that you accidentally uh, stepped on. Uh, Floy, you do see that glinting of treasure. Uh, oh, yes. Just Something's caught my eye. I need a breather. I'll run down the corridor. Okay. So, yeah, you can just oh, move God. your character up there. I need a breather. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of us are all like, uh, we have a mission? So, yeah. Plan see, this out very carefully. You see this this little alcove where they have, like, just a bunch of different gems and jewels and, you know, all sorts of, like, fancy, shiny things here and there. Um, most of it, it just, you know, I mean, it would be, it's, it's, it's worthwhile. Um, roll like a, an awareness or a scan or something like that as you're, as you're looking down at this. Yeah, there's like. Okay. I'm weary. Okay. Success. As you're kind of shifting through it, um, most of it is, is, you know, pretty, pretty normal. You know, it's really, nothing really catches your eye until as you're, you're, you're shifting through, you your hand kind of grips this this armband this metallic armband that as you as you put your hand down over top of it you feel it's almost icy cold but as you're holding on to it, it that, that iciness sort of fades a bit uh, but it looks like some kind of you know some kind of sort of very adept craftsmanship there's like these little dark blue sapphires that seem to be encrusted in it these very intricate runes uh, very interesting craftsmanship here, but something about it kind of catches your eye. I'll take it for now. Okay. You're already uh, weary. So uh, that would be. I'll go ahead and. If you. If you look over in the items directory, uh, marvelous artifacts, you'll see a jeweled armband. Uh, that you can bring onto your character sheet worth one load. The rest of the treasure here is worth a total of six load if anybody wanted to take it. So there's six load. Of course I set you up. <laughs> <laughs> not on the way in, maybe on the way out, but not grabbing uh, anything on the way in. Okay, so you're just going to leave this treasure here. Floyd picked up the armband, but you're leaving the other treasure. Okay. All right. I don't want to be weary. Yeah, I'm not going to pick it up either. Okay. Okay. Um, I can always entice long with treasure. That is true. I mean, I'm already weary. It doesn't make a difference. Another piece of treasure. Um, could, might as well take the rest of it, too. What does short rests count for? Uh, it's like an hour long, basically, is what you're, what you're thinking of doing. Uh, so we do have that. Let me see. Short rest is once per day, usually around midday, and it's roughly an hour of inactivity. You can recover uh, endurance points equal to your strength rating. Uh, wounded heroes, however, do not recover any points at all. It does mean burning an hour here and hoping that yeah. no other info comes around here. And you do have a timing situation. We do. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise the fire will come up before. Don't worry about me. We don't need to rest. Let's keep on pushing. Oh I'm going to kill Floyd. <laughs> okay. This is bad. Master it was Dwarf. The, it was the really bad rolls earlier with the when we went through the other piece, too. Because that was like eight right there. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, Master I want Dwarf, to perhaps you uh sure. stay towards the back in this coming fight. Okay. Uh so there's four so. treasure in the back. So there's four treasures still down the, here. Can we drop the treasure like mid combat if we want if we're trying to like unweary Always. ourselves? Like you yeah, can drop it, a helm. Yeah, you can start you can drop stuff, yeah. 
You drop a helmet, you drop weapons. Yeah. I'll take two. You can take four if you want. I have no load. It's my battle axe. You're going to go up naked? You don't want to have your armor on at all? No, no. that's a good idea. Oh my god. (laughs) It's a bonus die for intimidating, though. (laughs) Just confusion. like, Or like, Rotax is like, respect, bro. (laughs) 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 Okay. He takes off his as well. He's like, nice. Let's go. Gilly Gilly took four treasure. So there's, or excuse me, took two treasure. So there's four left in this pile remaining. Took two. Uh, So there's two left. Did you want to take some, Erebon? I'm still passing. Okay, so there's still two left. So there's a handful. I live forever. I don't need treasure. Uh, I'll pick up the two. Might as well. Okay, that's fine. Just weird. Yeah. All right. And then you climb up. Lily and I are the exact opposite characters. You seriously are. <laughs> you seriously. So do you climb up or do you risk a short rest and mistiming everything? We climb. We have yeah. a plan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're sticking. I swear to God, Floyd. This is working uh, better than I had intended. Oh, this is great. Okay. I'll bring not you great. Not great. Not not at all. The shrine map. folks can see that let me center this a little bit better okay uh is everybody able to see the map okay i see a ziggurat yeah okay so we've got this sort of like tiered shrines yeah ziggurat it's a good word for it um and you kind of come up what looks like this this dark you know kind of crack in the ground you climb up um you're you're fairly far down um, but once you get up kind of onto the, we're not in combat or anything yet, but you hear the sounds of something moving about up higher. Um, maybe you peek up, you can see that kind of crude blue banner that, you know, the herald that, that kind of weird looking goblin carries, you hear the clinking of their chains. You hear the sounds of, <laughs> And you wonder maybe Rotex eating or something like that. Um, it's it's dark-ish, meaning like you can tell the sun has, has just gone down. This is dusk. Um, let me roll. As you're here, I will now roll to see how well uh, your, your allies did. So we'll start with the dwarves. Uh, the target number is a 14. They get one feet die and four d6 3d6 for their distinctive features and 1d6 for the bombs to help them okay uh that's really 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 good oh wow a fantastic job uh they get a looks like a sick they get they got three sixes this is an extraordinary success you look off to the southwest in that entire area with the copes of trees is erupted in flame you hear distant sort of shouts and you can see that the fire is actually moving and kind of cascading it might actually be spilling over into some of the foot soldier camp that one camp that isn't accounted for and so or maybe some of them are kind of coming to town you hear the sounds of distant kind of howls of uh of you know wargs and stuff in the you know kind of freaking out over the over the the explosions and in the, in the, in the fire um and then Marambem, so you look off to the southeast just along the ridge line of the Misty Mountains here, 
She gets a feat die, so a d12 and three d6s. Uh, one for her bombs and two d6 for her basic personal features. Uh, needs a 14. Uh, not as good, but she still does pass. And so you would you see you look off kind of down the ridge, and you can see what looks like smoke in the in the fading light of day you can see smoke coming up gilly specifically you would know exactly where this cave entrance is and you can see it's coming up like it's been successful there as well but you also know that she was throwing the bombs down into the cave and so likely you wouldn't see this huge eruption of fire the way you can see off to the southwest things are kind of going crazy so um what would you guys like to do I would like to make like the hold sign and then start doing the hand signals. Um, if I could quietly communicate with the group, I'd like to try and stealth forward and try to stab him in the back, at least for a good strike first, and then they can come rushing in. If everyone's okay with that, obviously. Yeah, Gilly would like to like stealth up. Okay. Uh, this is going to be contested. So this will be uh, something that like they're going to have a chance to potentially see uh, see you coming up. So it's just like uh, to see if we get ambush, right? Yeah. So this is basically just kind of uh, assessing to see if you get in it. Let me double check something really quick. Um. So you're trying to roll stealth. All heroes participating in the ambush must succeed. So I don't. It's not even contested. I don't even roll contested. I don't know why I said that. Um. So what the result will be is that they can't like make opening volleys or or take actions in the first close quarters round of battle so only the people who want to do this need can do this so if so that means if all of you decide to do this and one of you fails the whole ambush fails all right so i want to take part floyd wants to go in i want to go in Arabon's going in yeah gilly wants to like stealth up okay Arineo? let's go so the ambush roll has to be stealth. It ha- heroes ro- heroes roll stealth. There's other things that you could potentially use. Battle can be substituted if it's against large groups with careful planning. This isn't really a large group. Hunting can be substituted with careful, careful planning. We had careful planning. You have hunting group. though, right? I do have hunting. Yeah, my hunting's way better than my stealth. Hunting can be substituted when yeah. I'll say hunting. The battle is specifically against large groups. Sure, sure. Just that's one fine. Group, yeah. that's I'll, 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 we'll, we'll compromise and say hunting. Yeah. Like if we were trying to go after the whole group of orcs, maybe that would work. But Stralis, I always have a map. Even like there's so many maps we haven't used just because you know I like having them. It's fun. This one is uh, Tom Carto's map, by the way. I back so many I back so many map creators on Patreon. It's fantastic. Same. If you're, same. If you're watching this on YouTube, check the notes. I link to all of the people I tend to use. Oh, uh, that's okay. cool. All uh, so Floyd, Gilly, Arabon roll stealth, Arineal roll hunting. If one of you fails, it's over. Or okay. audience. I'm dice. refreshing foundry. Arabon makes weary. it. Mm. Floyd, you're committed. You, you said so. You want yeah, a dice good. or two? long no it's fine watch this <laughs> as i sit back and wait <laughs> you're deciding not to do it okay yeah i forgot i was weary so i'll, I'll hold back gilly you're sneaking up as well yep i succeeded succeeded and so we're down to just a renial so <sighs> melissa is gonna cheat 
like always. So you guys are in the clear. No problem. Nothing could possibly go wrong. Well, it's not cheating if the lore master says it's okay. If everybody isn't going, if I'm, yeah, no. Do you want to hang back? Are you having second thoughts? You want to hang back with Floy and just let Gilly and Erebon go in? No, I can't let Gilly go without me. I'm going to take a an audience D6. <laughs> uh, oh, can I spend a hope? I mean, you can. Please do. Um, Swift. So I'm going to spend a hope to get me two more. Let's see if he has any. I... Uh, two. All right. Great success. So let me, let's sort of move. So, so Floyd, you're going to hang down here. There's enough like crumbling of the surface and stuff like that as you don't have to necessarily climb up the first level from the stairs. You can kind of climb up the sides. And so very carefully and quietly, we watch Erebon, Arineal, uh, and and uh, Gilly kind of climb up the sides, whereas Flo, you hang back, knowing that you might be, yeah, you might it might be trouble if you climb up there. Plus, you're feeling quite winded from before. Now, there are two targets up here. There is Rotag himself, this fairly large individual, uh, and then there's this um, this scrawny little one as well. This like looking at it, you can't. I mean, you, you, you presume it's some sort of creepy-looking goblin. And that you can see there's a chain that's connecting the two of them. And the the goblin seems to have that, that sort of weird kind of herald thing. So, who do you all want to target? I'm going to go ahead and just actually throw up our combat here. Okay. So you all are going to get an ambush off. What this means is they're not going to get an open and volley, and they will um, they will not be able to act. I think was it in the first round, first round of combat, or take actions in the first close com- close quarters combat round. Now I will say, anyone who tries to take a ranged action from down here, just like before, the height differential is going to cause an issue. So there will be a penalty die if you're trying to shoot up at them. So you will take a penalty die to your shot, but otherwise. Any order is fine. This is all happening at once. What do you guys want to do? I'd like to run up and stab the big guy with my spear. Okay. So we're going to do um so this is so we're, we're going to do we're doing opening volley first basically. Right, so if right, you're not going to do an opening volley, we'll I'm just not shooting. Yeah. Uh Arineal and Gilly, are you going to take a a shot? I'll say from a just a realistic perspective, you probably need to take a shot from the second level. I think it would make more sense. Like once you get up to that top level, there's no real place to hide. Yeah. But you get it's a free it's a free opening volley, and it's not going to ruin the close combat attack. You've you've earned your ambush, no problem. Okay. Yeah. Um. Gilly will attempt the small guy. Okay. Go for it. And Floyd, you will get to engage in the opening close combat round. So you're you're. You're, okay. you're going to be in combat. It's just you're going to have to probably spend your first turn running up the stairs and stuff running up there, whereas they snuck up closer. Okay, Gilly. That's a failure. And Arineal, you're going to do a ranged opening volley as well? Uh, yeah. Um, wait, sorry. I, uh... 
didn't target somebody, so it didn't work. Let me try again. Oh. Okay, that is a great and success. Gandalf it. And it's a Gandalf, so does that and mean I should do Gandalf. piercing? Uh, yeah. I mean, it should be automatic, isn't it? So it's automatically piercing, so then I should do heavy. Okay. I, I it's it's slightly different. I always forget for players. It's because it's slightly different on my end for how like uh, success and stuff goes. So hang on, let me pull it up. It's when you have extra successes. You do have one extra success. Sorry. Let's let's. This is important. Let's let's double check this. This is a, yeah. This could be because I can either do heavy or piercing. Okay, so if a successful attack roll produces one or more success icons, which is a six on a d6, you can trigger special results based on your, your war gear. You're using a, a bow. Uh, you can spend one success icon to modify the feat die to numerically result, to, to, to modify the result of your attack by plus one, which you don't need for this because it's already piercing as a feat die. So you should do heavy blow. Okay. Heavy blow, okay. And then it'll, it'll automatically be a result. There we go. Okay. 10 damage. And you can make a protection roll against 14. Oh, I can. I can, can I? Uh, let me check how many die he gets for this. I will burn a hate die because I do not want to get... I do not want to get BS'd, piercing, blowed to death like that one troll, that one poor troll, that one beautiful <laughs> troll. Troll killed. So I'm going to go ahead and burn an extra die for my protection roll. Or I'm going to burn a hate, excuse me, uh, for that. I probably... I don't think I need it, but just in case. Um, did you target the right one? Yeah, you targeted the Herald. Yeah, that's what Gilly and I both shot at. Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys were talking about the big one. My bad. Uh, no, okay, no, no. so if that's the case, that's a different thing entirely. So 10 points. <laughs> no, he's just dead. <laughs> no, no, roll, no roll necessary. He's dead. Arineal uh, takes him out. Uh, ten, nice. ten points job. of damage is enough to kill the herald. Uh, it only had eight points of damage. Let me make sure I don't have anything. Yeah, I don't have the pop up thing on this one. Okay. Uh, so the herald. Yeah, because I in was fact worried he'd screech or something really loud. Let me give that hate back. Okay, so that's opening volley. Opening volley done. Uh, All right. Do, 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 do. How much dim? And so yeah, no damage done to him. Begin combat. Okay, so now we are in the we're in the first close combat round. Everyone, go ahead and set your stances. <laughs> Burn hate sounds metal. <laughs> All right, Arabon oh. defensive, classic Arabon. Uh, does does this still count as like the ambush round, or does he have? This is ambush round. He will not get to act in this round. I can still burn hate to do defensive stuff, but I can't attack you guys this round. I don't. Then I will, action. for the first time, go forward. Okay. Everybody is also going to go forward. Uh, Gilly is going to go open. I'm going to do my combat tasks. So you guys have a bonus dice next round. All right. So uh, we know that we know that. So the shots come out. The first one goes wide, misses the herald. Second shot from Arinio lands true, and the herald goes, ah, falls down. You see the the actual banner that's carrying that big blue banner that's tattered and it's got that slash down the middle that you've seen since the very beginning of the campaign that goes clattering to the ground you hear and before Rotag can really sort of figure out what exactly is going on Arineal and Erebon rush up to the top level to get into close combat range Floyd will say your turn obviously is going to be just kind of catching up to them so you're right that's what you wanted to do 
Yeah, I still want to catch up. I yeah. Just wasn't in the so, ambush. so you won't get the, your attack in the first round just because you you stayed back not to screw up the ambush. Um, and Gilly, are you going to go up to the top round, uh, to the top level, or are you going to stay back? Uh, she's going to go up to the top level. Okay. Yeah, so she'll we'll go up of, to a probably yeah about yeah. there. Yeah. And so we'll say we'll say everyone's up up the top now, but the only two that are really close and engaged with Rotag are Arineal and Arabon, who are both in uh both in forward stance. Go ahead and take whatever actions you want, the two of you. You go ahead and go first, Arineal. Surrender, right? That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay, so I am just I am going to spend a hope. To get an extra two, because this is just a bold, I'm just going to run and just massive, you know, kind of wind up and just swing. Come charging with up, and he's he's shifting and moving right as you're charging at him. And what you see is something not unlike a cave troll, but not quite as large and sort of sort of feral in the sense almost like a quadruped like this one sort of begins to stand upright as he was squatting down on what looks like some kind of broken bit of stone he has this huge chunk of meat in front of him that is partially seared and he's got weapons it's already in his hands he's not quite fully balanced he's decked out in armor uh, as well and as he turns to face you you get your attack off before he fully uh, fully turns around um let me make sure he's not a... Yeah, okay, he's not a... Yeah, there's no extra roll to do. Okay, go ahead and make your roll. I am going to... I'm excited. Spend one of our two fellowship to do this favored. Sure. Uh, where did my... There we go. So um, since she is my focus, I will burn a hope as well. To assist her? Would that can I do that or no? I'm trying to think if that's is that combat. only out of combat? That might be a combat. Actually. I'm sorry. Let me double check. Well, you're asking things that we've never really done before, but it's probably in the rules. Looking through, looking through. I don't see anything to suggest. I think because you guys are both doing something right now. That will call. I think that would be an action. That's fair. That's fair. No worries. Because usually support is like if you if you're not busy doing something else and you are going to be assuming you're going to attack, right? So absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay, right. so I've got two d sixes and it's and I've got a feet. Okay. Oh goodness. All right, let's do it says you should be miserable. Are you marked as miserable? Why am I miserable? Well, we know what miserable oh, means. Oh, because cuz I take the hope out ahead of time. And so then if I click the button, it does it a second time. Okay, so now you're miserable, miserable after the I'm not miserable. Isn't... Okay. Then It 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 took two out instead of one cuz I took one out and cuz mm -hmm. I forget that it automatically takes one out. Okay. So, I'm fine. I'm not All miserable. right. Great success as you swipe down with your sword. Uh what are you gonna do? Uh, you have a you have an extra extra success there. It looks like you have a Gandalf, so you have a potential. So you have a piercing blow already. So you want to just do the heavy blow on top of this? Uh yeah. I did not get a pop up. Uh, it's probably because the the miserable thing came up immediately afterwards. Um, but you do have a a great success. Great success. 
Yeah, you have a great success. So, and I rolled a, yeah, and I rolled the Gandalf. So uh, my strength is seven. So, all right. So, what is the damage of your weapon? Damage of my weapon is three. Okay, so you're gonna do ten points of damage. Yes, I am. And I'm gonna have to do a piercing. I'm gonna have to do a protection roll. I will spend a hate to ensure I don't get taken out of the fight in the ambush round here. So I'll get my 10 points of damage on the endurance roll. I will roll a protection roll now with a bonus. What is the injury rating of your weapon? The injury rating of my weapon is 16. Okay, so I need to hit a 16 on this. Uh, and I am not <laughs> wounded with a 21. Okay. Okay. So Could you take 10? You, you catch him, but you, it, it looks like you're kind of trying to go almost either like right for the neck or kind of right for the heart. And you catch him across his arm as he lifts up this huge cleaver to try to block you. And he doesn't quite manage to get the weapon to intercept. And he instead blocks your attack with his forearm, which you carve right into, spurting mm-hmm. out a little bit of blood. But he seems not too, uh, not too, uh, not too upset about it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Erebon, your turn. How many audience dice do we have left? Three. All right. I am going to use one of those. Okay. Uh, And I'm just, I've got my great spear out and I'm running forward both hands, just trying to skewer him like a pig. Yeah. Also a great success. Nice. Uh, looks like I can't turn that into piercing, so just heavy blow. Heavy blow. 12 points of damage. All right. You guys got some good damage off on him on the first round. And you can you can definitely feel like he's... As he's ripping his arm free from Arineal's blade, Erebon, you take that opportunity to just jam the, uh, the, the spear like right where the arm just vacated and left an opportunity and you slide it right between the plates of armor that are covering his muscles. Um, okay. Floy, you spend your turn charging up. Uh, correct? Yes. All right. And then Gilly, you're an open. So you wanted to do a combat task, correct? Yeah. I want to do um, my enheartened roll. Go for it. I'm just ripping it. Oh, oh my god. No. At least it's on this. Oh no. Why do I keep getting those? That's enough. I have no. Sauron roll. You know what happens, Gilly? What? As you as you try this is like you're trying to rally them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You begin like you you feel this surge of energy come through you. As you hurry up the steps, the quick kill Arineal had on the Herald kind of driving some of that. But as your eyes look over towards the Herald that she killed, you probably know better than maybe everyone but Floy. Know the look of a dwarf when you see one. And you see a scrawny, malnourished, utterly beaten and bruised and battered dwarf who has been kind of kept on a chain and moved around in some way and you see the remains of some patchy beard 
and you see Arineal's arrow going th- straight through its heart where it has fallen. And maybe you just sag a little bit and you don't quite have the heart to kind of get the words out. And it, that momentary distraction. All right. Top of the round. Oh no. Set your stances. It's the real round now. Jeff is just too happy right now. (laughs) He was happy to have that reveal and he's happy to swing back. (laughs) I've been building that one for a really long time. I can't wait (sighs) to hit somebody. I had it was like in the back of my mind as soon as we as soon as that happened I was like oh that's right that was the herald that that might not that's why I was surprised I thought you were attacking Rotag I was like ah like oh sweet you just killed him yeah I'm gonna say Arineal doesn't know that though uh so just Gilly at this present time just Gilly at this point all right all right so stance hold on a second I need to switch mine um you see the token I used uh for him (laughs) <laughs> Use the gold I did, token. Yeah. <laughs> I made all these tokens from the book art, so all this stuff. Uh, all right, so stance selections. Floy, you going? You going f- forward? Going full forward. At a boy, Arineal, you're an open. Arabon is defensive. Gilly, you've stepped back. You pull out your bow, and here we go. All right, Floy, you're up first. Do it. Oh, I go first. Okay. Yeah, your, your forward axe. stance as Let's you step go. up into this. I will say, this guy is pretty big. Uh, he is a troll, after all. He's not as big as a massive cave troll, uh, but he's certainly the equivalent of a stone troll. Um, because of that, I, uh, I'm i not going to give you like a crazy advantage, but I'll give everybody a plus one uh, because you are, you are certainly outnumbering him at this point. Had the Herald been alive, I wouldn't know that was. But in this case, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll charge up with my axe out. And I'll scream his, just, I'll just scream his name. Rotag! Go for a swing. Yeah. I'm weary still, so here we go. Ooh. Oh, this is going to be awful. You charge in. You yell his name. He turns... Looking straight down at you, this massive face, eyes kind of wide, face kind of has this sort of huge hulking forehead, this sort of smushed down nose, scars from battle, and he just yells with this thunderous voice, and it just the momentary pause, and you just feel the wind sweeping down at you from the shout, and maybe that slows you down. Whatever it is, he's able to easily just sort of push you aside and you kind of go stumbling off and miss. Arineal, open stance, you're up. This guy's going to um, wipe the party. This is going to be awful. This is going to be awful. Um, I'm going to take one of the audience D6s. Um, I don't want to take the last fellowship, so I won't. Um, I'm just going to say, use everything at your disposal. This is a boss fight. This guy's no joke. I know, but other people haven't used Should it. Should I use my OP? I give you my fellowship point that I have not used. <laughs> There's only one left for everybody. Um, In the distance, you hear the sounds of orcs shouting, war horns blaring. 
Oh you gosh, the burning it. fire of the trees. You're so let's egging me into spending this last fellowship point. You hear the wargs howling in anger. You wonder at the fate. Fine. Of your I'm allies. Taking the last fellowship. Baiting her into this, so that yes, somebody does real damage doesn't actually use it. Oh, we got another audience die. Thank you. We're Thank back you, up to two. Oh, we got another one. Let's do one. Okay. All Melissa, right. are you going to roll at any point? Are we going to have your turn? Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I, oh. Uh, I apologize. Take your time. Never mind. I have two options for special successes. She rolled, for those of you who aren't looking at the screen, an extraordinary success. She got a Gandalf on her feet die, and she got two success icons on her d6s what are we doing okay so i actually got a sauron on one of my feet died yeah, so yeah. a seven and a sauron so i mean oh, i'm sorry that's a sauron a my bad my yeah. bad sorry uh so you do have a seven so you can so burn adding one, one to of the those feet successes we'd only get it to an eight uh don't you have something on yours that allows for piercing blow at a lower rate isn't isn't yours keen it's keen, which I thought was nine instead of ten. It does is nine. Okay. So I'm just going to take add... it twice. It lowers the threshold, doesn't it? Well, no, I mean, she, she's right. You need to get to oh, nine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But you can now burn I both can of them. You I can, can do one. To to I can do one heavy blow and one fend off. Sure. You could also do two, uh, two of the pierce to get to a piercing blow. If you burn both of the successes on, on pierce, you could, you could increase that remember. seven to a nine. If he gets two wounds, that's faster than burning through his endurance, probably. Okay, I will spend both of them on piercing blow then. I just want to warn you guys, this guy's got some tricks, so no one get upset. I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah, it's either piercing blow or... It's your call. One heavy blow and one fend off. I'm, I'm just walking you through your options. I would fend, off only, fend off only works if he attacks you. I feel like he probably will. He has a that? dwarf in front of him currently. I don't necessarily know if he's got that hatred of dwarves the way the other one does. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, he I'll do piercing. piercing. This is what actually tabletop say, audio that I'm using. Nothing. I was just ignoring it. The science script's awesome as well. But I use tabletop audio. How's that only three damage? Because uh, your sword only does three points of damage. You always only do the sword. The sword is, does three points of damage. So what did you use for your extraordinary successes? What did you do for your extra successes? Uh, both of them piercing. So so I got to roll a piercing blow. Okay. So yeah, you only do three points of damage because you didn't take a heavy blow or anything like that. But you might get a wound, which is Yeah, damage in this game is flat. It's, it is the weapon damage. And then only if you have a heavy blow yeah, do you add strength yeah. on top of it. Uh, all right. I hope I, I choose. I'm going to be very careful and I'm burning a hate so that I can use my thick hide ability Give me, Even if uh, he passes the protection, he's still burning. Hey, it, it was a good choice, I think. So this is so thick hide actually gives me two d6 on my protection call instead of one. So I will roll. Uh, what's my target number? My kidding. I'm gonna beat this. No problem. 18. Is that yeah, good enough? Close there. I was close. Uh, I did roll a four. Oh man, look at all those ones I rolled. Four ones. I rolled four ones on 66s, but it's enough. Uh, still three points of damage, whittling them down, whittling them down. All right. It was a good call, Melissa. It was a good call. 
you were burning through his resources. I only have 47 more hate to use. Erebon, you're up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm actually in this now, and I got my friends next to me. There's no one else behind us. I am just going at him with the Great Spear. We've got three Go audience D6s. Uh, okay. I will use two of them. All right. Oh, no. Oh, yay. How did what? you... He got success. What are you talking about? <laughs> I saw oh, the one and oh, I yeah. just thought. <laughs> uh, not enough to get a piercing blow, so I'll do the heavy instead. Yes. 12 points of damage. You guys are really wearing him down. Uh, crap, I did that math wrong. No, I didn't. I did that math wrong. Okay. As in like the paper cut kind of wearing someone down. <laughs> Death by a thousand cuts. You see them. <laughs> he just basically stiff arms Floyd, who nearly falls down the stairs. Rineal, Erebon, kind of fending him off as well. Gilly, what do you want to do? Um, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna attempt to do uh, uh, my combat task. Aim for yeah. Okay. Uh, prepare shot. Prepare shot. Okay. So roll that so that next turn you can get your bonus die. Uh, if it would. Uh... I should point out, by the way, the bonus die for gang up, you know, for them being around him. That's what I do. It doesn't really apply to you since you're not really in close combat. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think yeah. it would. Right on. We're um, on the same page. I am. I really want this. So I'm going to spend a hope. Okay. Uh. Well, no. Uh, not yet. Not yet. I'm just going to attack. I'm going to spend a hope, and I'm going to attack him. Okay. And I'm going to use Keen-Eyed. Go for it. You can do it. I am not looking. Yay! Okay, great success. Okay. That's um, not a... That, that, was that, that was your... For aim, right? That wasn't an attack, was it? That was... I decided to just do an attack, because I was oh, going to okay, spend yeah. a hope. Okay, sure, sure, sure. So, nice um, I have a Grievous Fell Bow. Okay. So I do Grievous four damage fell. Um, do I get? I did get that. Okay. Fell just raises the damage rating by one. And um, fell is for um, it raises the injury rating of the weapon by two. Okay. Yeah. So. So you can't. You're yeah. You you can't get high enough to get a. You might as well just do a heavy blow here. Okay. Yeah, eight points of damage. Uh, right. Okay. He is almost to half. Almost to half health. I mean, he'll maybe another round or two of that, and he'll get there. And then he'll go okay. to zero, and then he'll pop <laughs> back up, and then he'll do it again. Yep. I told yep. you. <laughs> and we'll go to zero at some point in there. He's got some tricks. Oh, no. Who is he going to hit? turn it is. This is going to be bad. Fresh. Fresh. Um, he's got two attacks. I will roll randomly. Oh, crap. I've been doing the most damage. If see. that would aggro him. Okay, uh, I will go ahead. Sure. Uh, two people did damage to him in close combat. Floyd did nothing. So he's just a piece of crap dwarf who got in the way. He'll be the new herald. So. <laughs> That's funny. So he will attack Arineal and Arabon. Okay. I didn't mean to get Arenial attacked. I was just throwing myself out there. I was saying you should hit her. I don't want to just kill someone. I want I'm Floyd just, I'm gonna, to be able I'm to take two of you attack down. again. Who gets the cleaver? Is the question. 
Uh, one to three, it'll be a Rineal. It'll be a Rineal. Rineal, you get the cleaver. Okay. As he rips his arm free from where you had slashed it, the spear underneath from Erebon into the ribs, and then this arrow catches him in the shoulder. He grabs this massive cleaver that you know is kind of like his signature weapon. The whole, like so many of the orcs here are using these like cruel looking uh, cleavers themselves. And he brings it back and just overhand smash down at Arineal. Okay, I am going to target somebody. You got this, Arineal. It it won't do nothing. Arineal is far more brave than Lus is. I will burn a hate to get a bonus die uh, on this attack, and I will swing. And that is a great success with a 23. Um, I get a 10 on the feet die. Uh, I will do a heavy blow. 18 points of damage against Arineal as this tomahawk chop of the cleaver. Your protection roll fails. You are wounded. Remember, you could take knockback instead. Yeah, knockback. You're still going to be wounded, but you can take the knockback if you prefer. Uh, And knockback is once per round? Once per round. No, but then I can't hit next time. That's correct. Yeah, but still, my endurance. It's your call. It would be it would be instead taking nine points of damage as opposed to eighteen. Yeah, because you're taking eighteen damage. You know you guys can you can spend your your resources on protection rolls too. You don't just have to quickly press the button next time. It's too late. You roll your roll to die, but in the future you can always spend stuff on it. I like fast rolls, okay? So don't take that away from me. You're, you know what? You can do whatever the hell you want, but the rest of them. All right, Melissa, are you taking the knockback? Are you getting knockbacked? Or are you uh, taking the full 18? Sure, I'll get knocked back. Yeah, because okay, if so you take, take the nine, full 18, you'll be wary. Move your token back just a few steps so that we kind of sort of represent it on the, on the map a little bit. And then as he's pulling back the cleaver, his ma- as this maw opens up and he tries to sort of lean down, hunch over Erebon, and tries to take a bite out of Erebon. Uh, So let me target Erebon for this one. I will not use a hate on this one. I'm just going to do a a straight up bite. And I roll a one on my feet die and I will miss. So you're able to elude the bite as that comes down. Only one hits. I kind of flip my spear so the butt of it goes right up into his mouth and it just kind of pins it up a little bit so he can't get low enough to actually bite me. Uh, Next up. Next round, uh, it'll be Floyd's turn. Actually, well, stance changes first. Obviously. Yeah, are Sorry. we changing stances? I feel Floy, good are with you defense. Staying in forward? Are you doing yeah, defensive? Oh god. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'll do. I'll stay open. Well, you don't get to attack a Rennie, so defensive might be oh, yeah. a good idea. You're right. Yeah. He also wouldn't attack her because that means she's she got knocked away true, and he's true. she's he's got two other engagements on him so he'd probably turn his attention to you guys. You do know he's got two attacks so he's likely going to turn his attention to you. Floyd, you're in All you're right. in forward stance. I really yeah, worry about Floyd. Oh god! I'm raise my axe I'm here. I'm terrified first, Floyd. For the hope of the dwarves. Let's do it. A little hope. The crowd. Hungry. We have two audience d sixes. <sighs> <laughs> 
Oh, that sound just that, lagging uh, a bit, but that's nice. a good roll. Popped out extra good success. success. Wow. And Ooh. you're weary too, so you roll yeah. a six of five. So the ones don't count. Uh, so six, five, six, and a four, and you rolled a nine on the feet. That's a hell of a roll. All right, oh walk me God. through what you're doing with these. Yeah, six happening. bonus dice. Holy that's crazy. Crap. Dear God. Uh, so what are you doing? Well, I've never been. This fend off thing. Let me take a look at it. So it's plus two to parry. Yeah. Makes it harder for him to good. hit. I'll do one fend off, one heavy blow. See how that works out. If you do the yeah. other one piercing, you're one away from. I don't have yeah. that. I don't have that special oh, okay. axe. Oh, because it's an axe. That's right. Yeah. So it comes out to 14 damage. Okay. 14 plus points of damage. Defending. And you have plus two to your, uh, to your parry. So 14 points of damage. Okay. You guys have really hacked into this uh, pretty well. Uh, so you, so as he's turned his attention to Erebon, and he seems to be struggling with the, the length of the Great Spear, you take that opportunity to just hack away at his backside uh, as he t- sort of turns away from you. Arineal, you get back up. You sort of stumble back to position. Yep. Erebon. All right, I use the, like, pullback to yank my spear out and quickly flip it and try to slice at his face. Uh, I'll use uh, Turns one back to the dwarf, die. trying to take okay. advantage of his momentary distraction from Floyd cutting through the back of his leg. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wasted the die. You lunge forward and you find purchase, but it just, you feel like the shaft of the spear almost bend as the, as the spearhead catches what looks like the side of some kind of, you know, some sort of, some sort of piece of armor. You don't quite get all the way up to the head, uh, or maybe you do. And there's like a a small little panel of like a helm. And as you do, it kind of bends ever so slightly as you can't quite pierce through the armor. Thanks, Chad, for the extra D6. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, Scooby on tour. Welcome to the potty. Uh, boss battle has been building for like 14 episodes, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gilly, you didn't take the aim last round, so it's just normal. What would you like to do? Take a shot? You see, you um, saw Arineal take a brutal hack. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to attack him again. I'm just going to shoot him. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna spend another hope. Arena, did you roll um, severity of wound? I did. How, uh, how it's bad. It? Five days. Okay. Well, I have to re-select him. Well, hopefully we don't have to fight much after this. <laughs> no, 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 you guys will be fine. There's only hundreds of orcs around. I am keeping track. Oh, right away. It's fine. I am keeping track of rounds, just so you know. Uh, you guys are nowhere close to reinforcements. You guys did a lot of prep stuff, so you're not really in danger. Okay. Nice. Need to beat a 16 my target number for that. Four points of damage. So okay. I got an ordinary success. I'm doing four damage, and Jeff needs to protect. Yeah. So I got to roll. Nice job. Nice job. All right. Give me a wound, please. A target. Uh, target number of 16. 16. I am going to risk it and not do any hate because I do have a decent amount of armor die. Please say this is not a stupid idea. I am good. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, he, I told you, he's well armored. <laughs> uh, but it's still 
you're still chip, chip, chipping away. Yeah, take my he's knees. O- he's almost a half health. Almost a half health. Couple more rounds. You I feel like you said that last round too. Oh, I did. Hey, you know whose turn it is? <sighs> he's angry now. Angry. <sighs> uh, so, let's figure out who gets the cleaver. Uh. So, Floy or Arabod. One, two, three, it'll be Floy. Oh, no. That's a three. It will be Floy. Floy! Floy only had ten endurance to mess with. No, I'm fine. No, you're not. (laughs) 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 He'll be on his last endurance and just be like, I'm fine. We have three D6s if you need it for a roll. Keep that in mind. I am going to burn a hate to get an extra bonus die on this attack. That's Plus you were in I play to win. It's only fair. That's hateful is what it is. Well, I am burning hate. Uh, okay. Plus I get the bonus because he's an assault. It is harder to hit him though because he does have the fend off. Here we go. Again, this time he's going to take the Great Cleaver and spin around trying to catch Floyd who had just hacked through the back of his leg and see if he can literally just twing Floyd completely in two. That is a success. It's just a regular success, though. Uh, so seven points of damage. No special. Uh, your fend off. I mean, it didn't really help, but I didn't Almost. roll any extra successes. Again, I'm rolling pretty poor. Knock so back seven again. points of damage. You're still up, right? Yeah, I'm still up. I'm sure thank uh, And knockback okay. would have no, that. No, it's fine. No, no. Oh, God. When he does 18 damage the next turn, yeah. it won't matter anyways. I, I know, <laughs> yeah, I think it makes sense. He's going to now turn to Erebon, and I'm going to use this time. I'm going to use Crush on you. So he's oh. going to he's going to reach out. So he's going to take his his hand off the of one off the cleaver, and he's going to sort of reach out at this point and try to grab Erebon uh, with this Crush attack uh, with his hand. He's just literally trying to wrap his hand around him. I will burn a hate to get a bonus die on this because this is a fun attack. If it works. Uh, you are in defensive, so I just so that my, my my hate will cancel that out. Get over here! But you are able to once again, Erebon moving wow. like the graceful elf that he is, despite his his protestations otherwise. He managed to duck Me? under grace. Well, Erebon, yes, not Stephen. I'm just making Seinfeld references now. Oh, yeah. Why don't you just tell me the number that you're trying to uh, So, new round. Uh, stance changes for anybody? Over. Uh, yeah, I will switch to defensive. Okay. Switch to Floyd's in, in. Okay. I'm going to try to do a thing. We got a nice balance going on. All Floyd, four of us. Up. I'm terrified. Do we have or have we used it all? Say that again? Do we have fellowship or is that all? We do not. Good? Okay. We do have dice. And we, we just have, got another one. We have three dice. So I'm going to wield my axe here. My last breath, pretty much. For all the dwarves and the peace of the realm, I'll strike you down. I'll just burn whatever I can here. I hope. Okay. I'm proud. And, Do you and, want and, and Reniel's back in the party. So there's three of you now. Because she stepped. Oh, Reniel, you, move your, you should move yourself up. You step back oh, up. Sorry. As long as there's three of you on you. Three of you on him, you guys can take a, uh, a sort of an advantage dice from that. 
is a very, if there's only ever okay. two of you, so if one of you gets knocked back, then you won't, you won't get it. But if there's three of you stay up here, then yeah, you can take it. So you get that bonus die from that. And I have plenty of bonus die here, so I won't take any audience. Okay. okay. Another success. Just a regular uh, success, though. Success? Okay, so it's going to be seven damage. Seven points of damage. Okay. You can. You guys are definitely cutting into him. You see he's bleeding through in, from several wounds here and there, but he doesn't really seem like he's he's slowed down too much yet. Arineal comes to you. So do we think I should... I'm trying to decide if I should do in Hearten or if I should just attack. He's snarling at this point. Mad that he hasn't been able to, like, get Erebon before he's darting around. Come here, elf. Eat. I'm going to try to do it in Harton. See if that'll help us for next round. Do whatever you like. I'm going to take an audience... Oh, right. Fingers crossed. Automatic success. All right. Okay. So with that... off on that, that feet die. Nice. So that's a rally comrades. So all party members fighting in forward stance gain one dice on their attack rolls in the following round. So next round, you want it to be the round, huh? I don't think Floyd is going to be around for that round, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But Erebon might as he's darting around like a crazy man. Erebon... Yeah, I have a question. I think I know the answer. I don't think I can do this, but uh, as an elf, I can spend a hope to get a magical success. That's correct. It doesn't necessarily say I have to spend it before I roll. Is that how it works, though? Could I spend it after I roll? Uh, I think it it does actually say before you roll. Let me look it up. Uh, I I did just look it up. You did look up? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Uh, I could have sworn it was before you roll, though. But I will. I will take. If you are not miserable, you can spend one point of hope to achieve a magical success on a skill roll. That's okay. page four. So, what skill are you rolling? Uh, well, spears aren't actually a skill, are they? No exactly. Way. Okay. Uh, then I'm just gonna keep stabbing this guy. Stabby, stabby. Uh, so player heroes possessing a magical talent or artifact can spend one point of hope before a skill roll to achieve a magical success. So page twenty one. It is. It is before. That's page twenty one. Okay, because I was looking at hope in the later chapter too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. No um, we have three audience dice. Two. Two. I will spend one to negate my penalty for being defensive. Uh, and then let's see how we do here. That's All right. Great All success. Right. Okay. Um, I will. Piercing blow. Go for it. Sorry, just reading something. Okay. Uh, so I got to beat a 16. I will burn a hate to ensure I do not. Roll some ones, wounded. buddy. Roll some ones. Bad juju. There's no way in hell I'm getting wounded by you. Boom. Even with a one on the feet die, still an extraordinary yeah, yeah. success. A six, wow. six, and five. Not much I can do about it. Yep. That's okay. Crazy. I did burn another hate, though. Okay. 
Gilly. Still I'm five steel. damage. Uh, five points of damage. Thank you for reminding me. I actually didn't record that. All right, Gilly. Can you kill him before he kills Floyd? You can it's do the it. Last chance. I know Jeff knows that mathematically it's basically impossible for you to do that, but you know yeah, what? You know, just you lay on the pressure. need some hope right now. I need some hope right now. Go for it. Um, Do we have... How much audience dice do we still have? We just got another one, so now we're back up to two. Why doesn't anyone ever give me stuff? You know? Because you're already doing great. What? what? Uh, I'm going to use one of them. I gave you stuff before you invited me on as a player, and you made me biased against you. That's right. And I failed. Oh, no. Okay. It was a good try, Gilly. It was a good try. Okay. Oh, goodness. I am back up here, so there is a chance that me and Open Stance, he could. No, for sure. For sure. I'm, I'm going to. I will randomly target. I will. I am going to randomly target every time. And I'm gonna split my tar- I'm gonna split my attacks every time. I'm just double checking something really quick. Um, Somebody may die. It may just not be Floyd. I mean, well, none of you are currently injured, right? I'm in. No. I am not wounded. You are oh, you wounded. Wound? Oh yeah, so you I did. I could get a kill a Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So yeah, when when I am about to, so if I if I go ahead and take out Floyd here. Um, if you're reduced to zero endurance, you're not dead. You're just, you're unconscious. That's it. So just, I just want to double check that beforehand. Okay. Uh, Rotax turn. He will put the hand back on the great cleaver and he will target somebody. One to two for Floy, three to four for Arineal, five to six. For I mean, Arineal. I've been consistently hitting him. Sure. Uh, Floy just did uh, damage to him as well. And Arineal has, uh, did a bunch of damage in the beginning. So one to six. There's a four. It'll be a Rineal. If I if I wound you, yep, Rineal dies. Yep. Okay. You're in open stance. I'm not gonna burn any hate because I do want to keep some of that. It'll make that unheartened bittersweet. <laughs> I will tell this you, Floyd will still be alive to you. The it. the injury rating on this weapon is a twenty. So if I do manage to wound you. There's, There's no guarantee I'm going to. It's a very sure. difficult injury protection roll to hit. It is a successful hit. It is a great success, but I only rolled a seven on the feet die, so it will not be a piercing blow. I will instead add 10 to the damage for with a heavy blow, and you will take 18 points of damage, Arineal. Okay, so I will knock back. Get knocked back. Yeah, makes sense. So then I will take nine. Oh, good call. Good call. Okay. Then she lives to fight another round. She's yeah. So you you guys are really dancing around this. Uh, this is good. This is good. Uh, the next one, the next attack is going to be on either Floy or uh, Erebon. One to three for Floy. Uh, he will turn to Floy, who who gave him this this for dwarf speech, and he will say, "I have eaten more impressive dwarves than you." And he will... Should I go bite? I'm going to go bite with this one. I think bite sounds good. This is... He's talking about food. I think so. As he's going to sort of lean down and try to bite at... And I'm not going to burn any hate for extra... For extra attacks. I'm going to start saving that for defense. 
That is a success, uh, but it's just a regular success, and it's six points of damage. That's enough. It is enough. That's what I thought. Yeah. So you guys watch as he... And in his mouth, he just rings his head back, and he's got... He's got Floy in his mouth at this point, crunching down. He thrashes it about. He thrashes the body of Floy about. And then he just flings him, and he kind of moves a couple feet down the steps. But you look off to the side, and you see Floy having been thrown to the side, bleeding at the top of the steps. I will say all of you are probably... You look over, and you can probably see he's... He's not you don't you're not sure if he's dead, but you think you see movement in the chest. Next round. Set stance. Uh, do I take a shadow scar or a shadow point? Or is it just when wounded. he was wounded? Uh Melissa, you know the rule on this one, right? Is it like isn't it wound or something horrible happens to him or something like that? Isn't there like a, a caveat for something horrible? Uh so it's wounded bout of madness or seriously harmed seriously harmed i think this qualifies yeah yeah Yeah. i agree so take take the shadow scar i think that's yeah okay is it a shadow scar or a temporary shadow point a shadow shadow point sorry Sorry. okay cool okay big round here guys big round floyd's out of the fight unconscious arineal arabon you're up in combat gilly you just saw your best friend fellowship focus your biography focus get bit thrown into the air with teeth and flopped to the ground what was anyone going okay now Reniel just did that um i just did your your in yeah the inhearten and you got a great success on it she just got a regular success so it's only those only people in forward stance yeah do you risk it me? No, did, did, everybody. Does everyone risk oh, it yeah. and go and go forward stance to get the bonus? Actually, I, I am going forward. Why can't you, Arinio? Uh Because I did knockback, so I have to spend this whole turn okay. getting up. Arabon finding the 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 reservoir of courage deep in his heart somewhere rushes forward. Gilly, do you just stay back in rearward, or do you, do you charge in angered now? The way oh, she similar- knows she's trash with her sword. She's she's. <laughs> I mean, when when Mary and Pippin saw Frodo go down, they still charged in with their knives and this and that. And they charged as well when Boromir went down. They knew. Don't they let were- him go. Do yeah. you? You stick with the bow. <laughs> you know what you're good I'm at. Just saying. Sub hobbits are braver and more courageous than others. That's all. I'm not a Shire hobbit, Jeff. I'm a Bree hobbit. Clearly, this is why there are no stories to be told by J.A.R. Token about Gilly Keller. Just you wait. Just you wait. No, I think I think I think he's dead. So I don't think he's going to be writing anymore. But that would be cool if he could. Who uh, knows, all right, Erebon, you're up first. Then you're in you're in forward stance. Like you said, uh, something kind of clicks in Erebon. Uh, he sees uh, Floy go flying. He sees Arenial, uh getting shoved back and back multiple times. He grits his teeth, lowers his spear for Fornost. 
for Balavan and just jabs forward. Uh, I will spend a hope on this for the extra die. How many audience dice do we have? Uh, we've got one left. If okay. you guys don't mind me using it. All yours. All right. Still can't do nothing. It's still damage. And he has several wounds on him. He's got arrows sticking out of him. He's bleeding from numerous slashes. He is still standing after you stab him one more time with the spear. But you can tell he has lost a step. He's getting low. He is actually finally at 50% health. Okay. No. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just talking. He's good. All right. That was Erebon. Arineal, you step back up. Yes. Okay. Gilly, can you be the one? Come on, Gilly. Oh, God. Okay. So. Or will a second dwarf die today? The first one. Your ally, your friend, mm. killed the dwarf. This time, I will. I will tell you that he's he's well past fifty percent. He's in the um, danger zone. Yeah, <laughs> he's in the danger zone. I would feel I, I would feel don't... stronger if it was Floy or Arineal or Arabon attacking right now. I think I can survive a gilly hit, but no probably. I'm trying to refresh my foundry. Sorry. Don't antagonize. Are you using yes. Chrome? Are you using Chrome? Yeah, should I not be using Chrome? I stopped using Chrome and I'm using Firefox and I'm not having any of my problems anymore. Okay, I'll have to download that. I don't know what's going on. It's been like a, it's been for about a month I've been having problems and I never had any problems before. I'm like, what the heck? For Bree, for Stealth, um, so we for have Kobe, no dice for right? Archit, that is for correct. all the hobbits in the Belielands. Okay, from the Green I... Way to the Last Bridge. I, I shall strike it at thee. Going to get miserable in a second. Oh, when I refresh, I got to retarget. Oh, How much health is... do you guys think he has? I don't curious. know. Like 50%. <laughs> uh, 11. Success. Okay. Another four success, damage. four points of damage, another arrow right next to the other one. So there's now two sticking out of his big, meaty shoulder. However, it is not enough to take him out, which means he will get another attack. You hear in the oh. distance the sound, the sound, the war horns of everyone's going crazy. You see the smoke billowing up into the sky. The whole horizon is lit up with fire as it looks like the fire that the dwarves lit in the in that copse of trees by the war camp has spread now into the main uh, foot soldier encampment. All hell is breaking loose down there. You know it's just a matter of time before reinforcements come. One of your, your allies is down. Some might say the most offensive of your allies is down. And yeah. I mean that. In every way of the world. <laughs> Word. Uh, he has two targets. Two more audience dice, too. Yep, if we need it for uh, we definitely defensive need it. stuff. I think because Arabon did damage last round, I think it makes sense that Arabon takes the cleaver this round. That is the most dangerous weapon 
And so that is what I'm gonna do. I will even burn a hate, because I have a couple of those. Now I'm gonna see if I can get some horrible things happening. It's gonna be his first time hitting me and it's only gonna take one hit. Oh my goodness, so much generosity. We've got three dice for defense. That is only a regular success. I didn't get any oh. bonus bonus successes, so only seven points of damage. Now you know how I've been feeling. I've been rolling yeah. six dice and getting regular successes. <laughs> oh, uh, I will tank that seven. That's nothing. Seven, yeah, no seven's really I feel like Floyd now. Is this what it's like to be Floyd? Like, it's amazing. As he swings back down, you're, you're next Oh. And then he looks down at Arinio. Or maybe. And you can tell he's got labored breathing at this point. I'm going to attempt a... uh, I'm going to do the bite. Because I think I can take you out. I'm going to do the bite. I will burn another hate. I am low on hate, too. I still got a little bit left. All right. As he tries to snap down at a renial. Missed. He misses. <laughs> and you manage to just fend him off. He's, again, moving slower. He's been worn down considerably. All right. New round. Erebon, did you take the extra dice when you roll against him? I took one die, but we've gotten three more since. From Dan Harton. He is throwing this massive. Uh, oh, no, around. I didn't. Uh, uh, I'll just again. take my hope back then if it's, that's all right. Because I spent a hope. Uh, yeah, that's no, fine. You, oh. yeah. no, no, you, you spent a hope. That's fine. Bring it back. Okay. Sorry. New round. Floy, you're still unconscious, bleeding, going to die. No problem. Should we, should he he could have thrown you on top of the other dwarf. But Erebon, uh, in a Rhaenyl, you're in you're in close combat uh, stances. Uh, Could this be the round? I'm gonna stay forward. I, gosh, like I, I want to go. You get to forward, go before just... he does. Do you go all in here? Yes, I do. Are, Are you, you heroes? Or are you cowards? We are heroes. We might be dead heroes, but we're heroes. All right. You guys are both in forward stance. I'm I'm very appreciative of this. Uh, okay. It looks like a renial. You're up first on the tracker. Oh, gosh. Let's do it. My He's heart in is in my zone. throat. I hope. I... So if I spend the hope, this is, close. This is, close. is that going to make this roll miserable? Because uh, it would be you, even. But you're not miserable until you roll it because I think the game, like, Foundry does it, so, like, it takes hope out after you roll. I don't right. know if that counts. Is it after? Okay. Yeah. All right, then I'm going to trust that yeah, that you, is you, correct. You said that earlier. Yeah, Yeah, because okay. you removed one and then it removed one. Well, no, that was only because, like, I take it out. Oh, that's right. So don't take it out first. Yeah. And no bonus die right. just for the two of you. That's right. It's big enough not to be horribly outflanked by just two measly combatants. Okay, so I am... I feel like if I was even forward, it still wouldn't count. It'd be (laughs) (laughs) 2.5. Okay, so I am weary and I am wounded. Um, But I... 
am going to do the hope point bonus dice and I'm going to use one of the audience, which will leave two. The blood of the Dunedain might not flow through Arineal's veins. All right. But the Here hero goes. in her has some of the qualities. Great success. It's great success. So what did I roll in my, uh, it was a two. Okay. So do I do heavy or fend off? I guess if we're going all in, I do heavy, right? Yes. I think fend off makes perfect sense. 10 damage. You see Arineal charge in Erebon next to her, shouting various battle calls. Floy bleeding out a few steps away. Gilly lining up another arrow shot from across the, the bonfire. You kind of move off to the side as the head comes down to snap at Arineal. And at, before he is able to retreat the head back up, you take the sword and thrust it right into the neck of Rotag. And it kind of lifts you up as his head pulls back up as he tries to stand. But you don't let go and you just... And he drops the cleaver, clatters to the ground, and he just thrashes... Reaching wildly with one heart, with one hand down to try to grab Arineal, but can't quite grab her. The other one he brings up to his throat, wrenches the sword free, and with it a huge chunk of his throat just erupts, blood kind of pouring down his chest. <laughs> Tries to grab you, and he kind of hovers for a moment right at the edge of this top tier. There's like a 15 foot drop below, maybe even Erebon. You take the butt of the spear and you just help him as he just falls and smashes down. You have defeated Rotag, the Olag High. Let's nice. go. Oh, job, Reniel. Awesome. It was all you. you. Look around. You are still well behind enemy lines. Yeah. You have cut the head off the snake. Floy lies nearby. What do you do quickly? Go check on Floy. Oh, we need run to grab him. him and go. You run over to him, Arabon. You don't see any major wounds, like nothing fatal, nothing that can't be patched up later. But you can tell it's just it's just this little cuts here, bruises, crush marks here. Nothing that you think might be lethal right away. So you could probably just drag him with you. Yes. Yeah. If I can take him, I'll take him. Okay. Do I need a healing roll because of my wound? Uh, you have like an hour, I think, to do. We talked about this last time, right? You have the hour. Hour is a different yeah. game. Uh, no, no, you have it's... the only. That's only if you're dying. So you're fine. Yeah, okay. We can do that okay. later. Okay. The that's hour is only. The, the, yeah. Okay. Then we pick Floy up and get back in the tunnels. Okay. So you start racing down. Do you stop and get that treasure? Oh no, I think you guys all picked it up, right? There's two yeah, treasures. Two of them. Okay. Oh, you did. Right. Um, okay. I'm gonna grab of the. Floyd did. Um. I bet. His cleaver for Foy. Uh, you cannot lift this up, Gilly. Oh, I can't? Okay. <laughs> no, I, I asked if someone else can it's grab it. It's literally bigger than you. Yeah, this, uh, uh, this is... You this ask, is and not... I'm holding Floy right now, and I kind of... <laughs> like a really... 
Uh, Floy, what are you using for a weapon? It's a great X at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, yeah, they're they're comparable in stats, so, but I just flavor it as a cleaver, uh, but it's, oh, it's comparable okay, okay. in stats. Then yeah. never mind. Yeah, and I'm not sure how Floy would feel about wielding a weapon that had been used to slaughter so many of his kind, so many of your kind, That's so many. That's true. Yeah. I thought maybe we'd need something for, like, proof that we kill them. Proof to whom? An ear is much lighter. Like, Balin. Like that, we actually like completed this task. I think I think Balin would believe you. He's your, okay. your fellowship. Yeah. Okay. So you you collect people. You, you collect Floy. Um, he doesn't have anything in terms of like treasure or anything on him, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, and most of what he's wearing is is too large or heavy for really any of you to wear. He's again big old troll. Yeah. But you quickly hop back down. You you've moved past the bodies of the of his attendant. Now imagine this fight, by the way with two of those attendants and that's what it could have been and it also could have been one of his lieutenants that you've managed to distract and because of the great success the extraordinary success the dwarves had it actually they actually distracted two of the lieutenants and marimben was able to distract the other but you race through the tunnels as best you can you you push past you know you know that section where the sliver was where that dark voice kind of whispers out at you all as you pass by you steal, like with steel in your hearts, and you just push through as fast as you can. Cover your mouths, cover your, you know, cover your noses, and just sort of rush through the, the that's that, that foul smell. You get back to the entrance, and you can see that the whole sky now is just ablaze from that copse of trees. You see shadows. You hear the sounds of footprints, you know, the footsteps and boot prints in the snow and in the gravel. Maybe you, at some point, like get your your weapons ready, and you look over, and you can see. Here comes Thorvum and Thievi, big grins on their faces. And they're just like kind of, they're almost hooting and hollering over how hilarious it was. And they're starting to go into their tail like, we shut them up. And then they see Floy like, like, oh, brother. And they kind of rush to him at that point. He should be fine. We just need to get him out of here. Yes. Yes. Did you fell the beast? Did you take him? We did. Of course you did. Of course you did. Yes. It was Floor, I assume, who swung the final blow. Yes. Ah, uh, he contributed quite a bit. And then he's like, of course. Yeah. Brave, brother. And then moments later, you like see stepping out of the shadows. There's Marinbem as well. And you can see that she's got like this sort of sack of, of things that she's tying around her belt and you can see there's like a sogginess to it like she may have got herself an extra trophy in the night do you all just race away from here I'd say so uh, nothing I want is still there okay that seems wise I do think Arineal needs to probably bind up her wound because otherwise there's just going to be a blood trail following us Okay. Do we immediately uh, leave or do we go to like the hideout to see like survey like the madness of the next couple of days? Let's get Arenial bound up and then chances are they're going to start, you know, looking for whoever did it. So yeah. staying put may not be a good idea. Okay. Arenial's vote is to uh, skedaddle. And I would say most of you uh, who've had history with orcs would know that at this point with the leader gone there is going to be some infighting 
for who takes over that you know that that position and there's three candidates of, of note that you know might be there might be a lot of fighting and this is the whole the benefit of taking you know taking the head off is, is you cause them to kind of sort of take each other out or splinter or fracture in some way all right so uh who's gonna roll that someone roll that heal test uh, for Reniel's wound whoever wants to do it gilly you got this with your nice pearl Maybe if I can hurry up and get Firefox instead of Chrome. <laughs> uh, okay. And we still have dice as well, right? We are back up to three, actually, because we have incredibly generous viewers. Uh, I'm going to take Thanks, one. guys. Great success. Ooh. Okay. All right, so. So that reduces, okay, so great success means there are two. I think it reduces it by two days. By two days, so I go from five days to three days. Yep, okay. So um, we can, we're gonna montage this no matter what you guys do. Do you do you stay around to watch to see what happens or do you just go? Uh, I think we're gonna go. Okay. So you leave, it's nighttime. There, so you're gonna get a massive head start. So you travel and you travel. Um, we'll say that you're able to probably with, you know, by morning, as long as you're traveling the whole night through, you're able to put miles between yourselves. Uh, you probably are able to, to get past that, that frozen lake. You bypass that large tree. You circumvent that significantly. You don't no no threats at any point. And eventually you work your way back within probably a day or two, uh, back towards Mount Gram, the Etnmores. You kind of know a path. It's a little dicey here and there, but you're able to, we'll say, through some sort of carefulness and just knowing the path through. And plus, there's more of you now kind of traveling together as the dwarves are with you. But we'll say eventually you're able to kind of work your way back through. I don't want to, like, clip you on the way out. That seems seems uninteresting and anticlimactic. But we'll say that you're able to make your, your way eventually back to the other side of Mount Graham. It's going to take you probably the better part of five days to do so between leaving uh, the camp with the wounded. Eventually, Floyd obviously will wake up. And we'll say at some point you make it back to Marambem's kind of hideout on the southern side of Mount Graham. Now, at this point... The decision has to be made as winter is is, is almost upon you. Uh, like like trying to stay up here during this time could be extraordinarily dangerous. People are wounded. People are tired. The goal of Thorvum and Thievi has been completed. They wanted to kill Rotek. Um, did any of you, by the way, retroactively, would you have taken that other dwarf with you? Or would you have left him there? Sorry, I, I forgot to ask. Billy would have grabbed him. Okay. Yeah, we'll say, I was thinking the same time. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'd forgotten to ask. So we'll say you kind of take the, that body with you as well. At some point during that journey, um, Thorvim and Thievi, if they ever get a look, which they certainly would, they actually would recognize this individual um, as being somebody from their colony specifically. Um, so like, they take kind of a moment to sort of mourn and maybe when Floyd's awake, same thing happens at this point. No one seems to blame you, Arineal, considering the situation. Um, Arineal blames Arineal. Yeah. But considering everything, yeah. 
when we have a chance, like, uh, Gilly would uh, be like, should how how can we honor him? How uh, what what rites should be performed? Uh, so. Sorry, I was just looking for the the guy's name. I had it, but I don't have it on my notes that I'm looking at right now, unfortunately. One moment. Uh, talk amongst yourselves. That dwarf was never making it out of that fight alive, even if you hadn't shot him. Rotag would have been swinging him on that chain or something like that. That's exactly what I was going to do, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things that when I was listening back to last week's episode, I thought about the fact that like, it's probably someone that we should rescue. And then like when we got to the moment of battle, it's like, okay, there's two, let's get one of them down. And then as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, there's no way Jeff would have let us get away with that. We would need some extraordinary roles. Well, and, like, the art that he picked was so good, too, because I didn't even think about it being anything. And I was just like, oh, yeah, we need to hit that shit. Yeah. Ugh. Otherwise, Arineal would have been, like, absolutely insufferable with, like, her being the one to, like, take Rotag down. Um, But that definitely kind of undercuts, like, she's, yeah. yeah. There's no uh, bragging coming from her. I would have bragged on your behalf to Marimbem. Uh saying that she was too hard on you before. Okay. So they named the, um, yeah, they name. So the name that they give is, is Regan. And they say to you, like, so like Thorvim will say to you all, if you speak with, with Balin, inform him. Regan will say, older, older man, and was, was friend to Balin after Fundin, Balin's father, was slain at the Battle of El Zanol Bazaar to end the War of Orcs and Dwarves. You will want to know. We will take Regan's body with us, but he... He was a brave, brave, brave man. He died, albeit at your hand, the Renil, but it was a mercy. The condition he is in. I wonder if he was not himself for quite some time. And so, like, he kind of looks at you sort of like your face, or he was like, do not do not let his his death weigh on you too harshly. What you have done here has far outpaced anything. Any any negative feelings, any sadness or remorse. He would be glad that one such as yourself who could have slain the great Rotak was able to do so. And if his death at all aided in the felling of that beast, then so be it. You honor him and think no more of it. Thank you for your kindness. So, Ashley, roll a d12. Um, 
And then Floyd, roll a d12. Three. Nine. Okay. When you return to Marimbem's place, you look around for Beat and Root. Gilly, which one's yours? Which one of the ponies is yours? Root. You find them both. However, Root has been severely injured, attacked Mm -hmm. by some wild beast, but it's not dead. Uh, All it means is that they'll be unable to probably, you probably don't want to let Root carry too much of the load on your return trip to the Breelands. Uh, A nine. Uh, Floy, you can tell that Beat seems to be in relatively good condition. They weren't, they they were kind of nearby, kind of hiding here and there. But otherwise, yeah, they'd be fine. Had you rolled an Eye of Sauron, they would have definitely been dead. So at this point, we're kind of coming to the end of the adventuring phase for this. And the question just remains is, you know, mechanically, like, where do you want to head now? I think back south, right? It's coming wintertime. I don't know if we want to be up north anymore. Marimbim will warn you against it. Where are Thorvim and Phoebe heading? They're in the south. Yeah, they they live in a small colony of dwarves that were kind of left over in in the Dunland, which is far to the south um, of the map that you can currently see. Um, So here's like a like a history like the dwarves temporarily stayed down there, and then eventually they moved up to the Blue Mountains. But I described it like a colony of dwarves stayed behind. Um, So. So they'll, I mean, they can travel with you at the very least. For like a half while. the way. Yeah, yeah, at the very least. So the question is do we want to try to. Because it was west where we thought Lottie was headed? Because that was sort of our decision point, was which way we were going. Yeah. Earlier. Because, I mean, I mean, it's this is this is like literally two major. I mean, like the the way the the way the game functions, you probably don't want to do those. You want to have a fellowship phase probably first. Yeah, you know, winter is coming, and you know that everyone's yeah, we're trying to get back. Yeah, much. I yeah. think yeah, I think right. we want to go back to Bree at least. Okay. Why or, did Marimbem Marimbem warn us against going south? She didn't warn you against going south. She warned you against staying up here for the winter. That's what she said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, Erebon would be reluctant at any mention of a town or place like that. And uh, he he might even suggest that it's time to part ways. Are you kidding me? We just met. We slayed of this foul beast together, and now you want to leave. It, Master Dwarf, it has been sometimes since I have been welcome in the civilized lands. Okay, well, what does that matter? You'll be with us. You speak like we're welcome there. We're. I am welcome. I live there. You'll come to my house. It'll be fine. I am not necessarily welcome to all of the places that I go, but it, it doesn't mean that when my bones are weary and I need respite that I don't go with my company and take advantage of the rest. I will travel with you at least to the great road and then make my decision then. I just think we've had, we've had a win 
and yes, it's time to, to regroup and figure out where we're going from here, but the battle's not over. There's still tasks to be done. And if you'll join us in that, we'll need you. I admit I have greatly enjoyed your company these past few days. It has been a welcome change. So then it's decided you're coming home with me. That's perfect. And then Gilly will just start. <laughs> just, it's decided. <laughs> and you can always, after you've gotten some good food in your stomach and slept some nights in perhaps an actual bed. It'll be great. You can, you can meet my uncles. You'll really like my uncle. He made my um, lantern for me and like Gilly's on it now. <laughs> Gilly, your argument was very impressive at first, but it's very rapidly. Arrhenial will sort of note the, um, I am sort of envisioning, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Erebon was like sort of agreement, and then you sort of see kind of a stiffening up a little bit as, as Gilly yeah. kind of keeps going. And so Arrhenial will just sort of kind of put an arm around Gilly um, and just say, I, I think, I think the more that we can give him his space alone, while coming back with us, the more likely he might be to stay. I mean, if we have to, I have a rope and we can hog tie him. No, I don't, I don't think that's necessary. I, I just think all of the all of the family, I, I don't think he's going to be joining okay, us. Okay, well, you can meet my family. I would be so welcome to meet your family. Okay, cool. That'll be great. Okay. Great. Okay. And Irenia will just sort of look back to Erebon and just... I'll give you a thankful nod. <laughs> you kind of like nudge Gilly towards like Thorbum and Thievi. So you guys did say that I could interview you for my novel. Tell me about <laughs> your great adventures. And that's and they, what she'll wind down her night with. Then they launch off into what they were doing before you, you encountered them. Last question, and then we'll break for the night. What do you do with Marimbin? Do you try to convince her to come with you? Do you I'll actually like offer her like, to come down. Maybe she hasn't been civilized just like Airbon here for a while. Maybe meet up with her husband again. Who knows? Make a case. And then I want to roll because like, it's, it's, it's not a guarantee for her. She's, you, she's been you know, struggling to, to sort of decide on these types of things. So whoever can contribute to this, and then we'll make a case to kind of bring her back. Because saving her, you know, kind of, she's, she's been push down her her shadow path right like that's kind yeah. of the idea we're, we're playing with here and are you able to help try to bring her back has her time with you over these past this past fortnight has this been enough to perhaps kind of bring her back so what what do you say to her and then let's make a roll i would say a contribution would be um because, you know, last episode we were kind of talking about how, you know, Arrhenial was, you know, kind of sharpening her blade the same way that Marimbim was and, you know, kind of watching what she was doing and, you know, kind of parroting some of those things. So Arrhenial sort of going to go in the direction of kind of like how much she could learn from Marimbim if she continued to spend time okay. with the group. Um, does anybody else contribute a thought to this? Yeah, I'll really? say yeah. how when we first came here, we were all like hope and flowers, but like naive pretty much. Now that we spent these harsh days here, we've hardened ourselves and gained this experience. It goes to show that not all is dreadful. Mm -hmm. Okay. She kind of 
Like, I mean, like she's, she, you get to really get this and she's nodding along and she like kind of looks at a renewal and especially when renewal starts like playing with the idea of like, you know, her, her teaching her, right. Like kind of playing to almost like that idea of daughter, but not heavily to the point where it might offend her. And so you can see there's something to that there with her. But then Floyd starts talking about the idea of how like you've all changed just in the time that you, like, you can definitely tell like something's kind of, she's, she's, you can, you can see the, she's considering it. What do you say, Gilly? Uh, Gilly just mentions just how many situations that they've been through and how much she's learned from her and that she just doesn't want that to end and in, in that she feels like they've forged such a strong friendship um, and that even she herself said it's rough up here and yes mm-hmm. I'm sure she could survive it but if she could even come down with us I that would be a gift to to Gilly. Okay. Erebon, do you contribute at all? Uh, Erebon definitely looks like he's going to say something, but then he decides against it. Okay. One of the other three of you go ahead and take a, uh, go ahead and roll. And then we'll say, um, because I think the three of you made pretty good arguments Someone can roll, like, uh, and then we'll say you can take favorite because if I think all three of you made pretty good appeals to her. Um, it sounds like a persuade to me, but obviously there's, you can make a case otherwise. But if somebody, if one of the three of you wants to make that roll and you can take it at favorite. Not a renewal. What's your persuade at, Floyd? I have one. My wits is 15. I have one and it's 17. I have two and persuade. What's your target? Who's that at all? 14 is my wits. It should be you. Do you have any uh, audience dice or anything left? We do. We have two. Okay. I'll take a. Well, this is it for tonight, right? This is it. Let's do two. We're breaking right after this. It's the last thing I wanted to Um, settle. And it is favored. Okay. <laughs> so you see like she's she definitely she definitely thinks about it for a bit. She doesn't answer immediately right away, but after a while you notice that she starts packing up things around her place. Like you can see she starts packing up some of the stuff that you probably recognize as her daughter's for sure. Like like a bow that that she doesn't use and some sketches and here and there she's she packs them up very carefully. Something she leaves, but nothing that looks particularly valuable. And she never even gives you an answer. She just packs these up and then just joins you as you leave. And that's it. And she never says a yes or a no. And she just starts to travel with you. Gilly is grinning, but she doesn't say anything. But she's very happy. So the four of you, Marimben and your two dwarven friends, Dwarven and Thievi, who are carrying the body of Regan, uh, their friend, from their colony, friend, former friend of, of, of Funden and Balin. As you journey back towards the Breelands, and we will go ahead and end the session for tonight. We will end that adventuring phase, and we will start up next session with a fellowship phase, and not just any fellowship phase, but the Yule fellowship phase, Ooh. as it is wintertime. We'll kind of go through that next time. Yay. Great job, guys. You all survived. That was such a good session, Jeff. Wow. Such a good done. battle. That was right. terrifying yeah. the whole time. 
<laughs> it was really close. I got really yeah. nervous for you guys. I got really nervous because it was getting towards the end. I'm like, oh my god, he's got ten health left. If I like, once you take, once I took Floyd out of it, I was like, oh boy, he's the heaviest hitter. I know. I was like, oh god. And if I like, know. and if I take one of the other two out, Arabon or Rineo, that means the other one gets both attacks in the next turn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's just no way. Um, I was only down to two hate though by the end, and I was like, I was, I was trying not to overspend him because he had ten hate to work with. So whew, it was very, yeah, very scary. I ended scary. up with eight endurance. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys did a great job. You guys did so, so much great work, like for the prep and stuff. So like I, I was trying to turn it into its own little kind of mini sort of strategy game where like the, like the sort of the status of that fight was going to be dictated by all of the different things that you all do around, around the, the encampment. You all came up with good ideas. The prep was a ton of fun for me as well. Yeah. I, I enjoyed yeah. that as much yeah. as the fight. Awesome. And of course, Arenial's masterful battle plan was awesome. <laughs> really helped us get there. <laughs> really did. Like, wow, that uh, was to scale. Look at that. You guys just moving big stones all over the place inside <laughs> the game. <laughs> I love that moment. Oh, oh my gosh, boy. I was so worried because it was the the whisp the like the whispers and like all of the like coughing and everything that we had and that like yeah. took some and then the first battles. Oh no. Yeah, I I felt bad about the first battle, but I was honestly shocked that you all didn't see them because the you were yeah, you're yeah. gonna come up yeah. on them and we they were failed, gonna be sleeping, yeah. and so it would have been an easy, easy yeah, kill. Yeah. I was shocked. I was like, dice. I'm like, oh no. Like <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um Let's do some closing plugs. Uh, normally, we would have our game tonight, Stephen, but Chuck uh, decided he likes Adam and Jeremy more than he likes you and me. I know, right? What a jerk. So when is the next time we're playing Darkest House then? Uh, two weeks from today Okay, uh, is when we'll be playing. That will be the ninth. Yeah. So you should come check that out. That is uh, there's a Monty Cook game. Uh, Monica Games. Uh, you can find our previous episodes over on uh, the Defenders of Cobalt YouTube. Uh, it's a scary story. Uh, and yeah. just like this episode, we started with Ashley uh, on the brink of death. <laughs> Darkest House will start with Ashley on the brink of death yet again. Some some people say some people say we're you going know? to the well once too often, but you know, Gilly fell down a well, so I mean, it makes it makes sense. Yeah. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, well. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, let's see. The rest of us, uh, let's see. Monday, we'll be playing some ultraviolet grasslands here. Should be the finale of that campaign, actually, more than likely. Uh, so come check that out. Nine central, uh, next Friday, uh, Traveler. We just did our character creation for Traveler. We're going to be doing, uh, our first real ep, seeing the, the characters we made uh, at work. And then next Saturday, we'll be back to one ring and we'll be, uh, d- digging into some Yule fellowship phase. Depending Yay. on how fast that goes, we might even start the adventuring phase. We'll see how it goes. Looking forward to that. So, uh, but that's it. Thank you for everyone who hung out tonight. Thank you f- to everyone who threw out bits, who threw out subs. You really uh, totally helped the party uh, for sure. So much. Uh, and, Saved uh, us for sure. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. We just really, really appreciate it. Uh, people are, are, are so kind uh, and uh, so supportive, especially of this wandering game. We can't uh, we can't thank you enough. Uh, we will uh, we will go ahead and raid someone for you. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and probably throw us onto Vorpal Tales. Looks like they're playing some Pathfinder. So hang tight, follow the raid, find someone else to watch for the rest of your night, uh, and enjoy the remainder of your weekends. So uh, good night, everybody. See you later. Bye. Bye.